mic check. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rare one. Tons won't be bitten. Ain't no rules, just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. Yeah, I hope that you're ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the ramble. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what y'all? 2022. Yeah. On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, shit like that. You hear the voices in the building. Chris Derrick in the building. What's up, man? Linnell White in the building. Hello. Jorge Rivera in the yo, building. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> the whole Wu-Tang Clan. I see y'all. Um, what's up, Chris? How you doing? Good. Tired. Yeah. Are we Are we starting the, your script this week? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I started on Friday. It's nice. crazy. It's crazy. We're sitting in the room, uh, come back from lunch. It's this you know, Zoom room. We're just, we're just shooting the shit, trying to figure out what it, you know, like the next thing. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, and then uh, Joe's his his window pops up on Zoom. <laughs> you know, just the the you know the initial he hasn't he hasn't signed in yet, but he's getting ready to sign. Right. And then uh, <clears throat> and then my phone rings, and it's him. I'm like, why is he calling me? <laughs> he's getting on right now. He's just telling me, and he's like, yeah, put your speaker on mute. I was like, oh okay. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, get out of the room, get on your script, go. I was like, awesome, Damn. awesome. I was like. Peace, y'all. Just, <laughs> just out. Those are those are good words. To yeah, I mean it was good because you know, like I turned in my outline on Wednesday night, oh, you know, and I, and I thought I, I thought I'd had. It was the second it was the second draft of the okay. outline, you know, because mm-hmm. they were really um, they didn't have mm-hmm. a lot of notes. I like I I got I got the notes on Monday okay. morning, and then they said, said, "Can we have it by the, the end of work day on Wednesday?" And I was like, "Okay, cool. So maybe I'll have." Till Monday to start, but then they're like, "No, start now." So wait a minute. So in TV, you do have to have some speed. Mm-hmm. That what yeah, understand? a lot of speed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a lot of. It's kind of critical. These, all these damn feature writers want to write TV. Talk, well, talking about uh, well, it taking three well, months to I mean, do an outline. No, the thing is, is I mean, the thing is, is, but you have a group. You have a group you have helping a group, you get to the outline. Group helping it's just, you so it's, much. It's, it's easier. Like, it goes faster. The hive mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, you know, like like with my episode, I think we spent. Like ten, it's, I think like eight days breaking with the with the room, and then because Joe and Adam were in New York, like you know, starting prep for issue episode one, mm-hmm. they weren't in the room for for most of my. I mean, like I mean, they didn't even check in, okay. you know. Um, <clears throat> and then after we did that, like I pitched it to Joe like on a Friday, um, to Joe and Adam on a Friday, and they were like, "This is great." great 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 and then on monday they were like we started the next episode but they were like we have some issues still with like the act out and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so so that just broke off with the number two for like two days and just he and i just like banged it out right. which i actually liked a lot better because mm-hmm. just less voices mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. what, do you what do you think 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 i always like when they break the room up mm-hmm. and you yeah get, you yeah. get more chance to yeah yeah, yeah. um just or actually that's how it should work like mm-hmm. if a show is running right then you do your co-ep level then number two or number three it's like okay mm-hmm. let me I, I don't have an episode to write right now. Let me go help, you know, one of the mm-hmm. staff mm-hmm. members crack the outline. It just, that way the showrunner is free to do mm-hmm. production, post, be in New York, whatever the heck right. he or she Take was. Yeah, Take well, well, but let, yeah. let me tell you, that's how it should run. But, and that's how it did run. But, but, uh, but Rob, 
A, um, his whole family had COVID at the time, <laughs> and, um, and B, he was actually writing his script mm. when I was breaking my mind. So it was like, hey, I'm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you three hours, and then you gotta, you know, come back work or some shit. I'll come back and check, and then wait. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know, but it's just, it's just the, the, the hecticness of it. And then I pitched it to Joe and Adam again, and they were like, uh, all right, go ahead with the outline. You know, do the outline real fast. Um, how, how many pages is the outline for a show like that? Mine was. 12 mm-hmm. without the B story. Oh. You know, um, and the and, you know, and if you're familiar with the with the show, the B story like is with like Latifah's her daughter, her family. Mm-hmm. And there's only like four beats and they're not more than a page. So it's it's probably only going to be like another page and a half added to that one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why there's no B story is because um, we're having like a bunch of big like season long arcs for the B story mm-hmm. and they're trying to figure out like where certain things land and certain episodes track it. Mm-hmm. track it right so mine is just like we just don't like just, it's just the way it works it's just out the way it works. It, yeah, it's not in yours you know, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. so but by the time that I probably get my whole draft the A story all finished they'll let me know what mine is going to be and then I'll just sure. drop it in and it's all modular in terms of like it's not going to at first they wanted me to oh, I can't say what it's going to this has been a big arc but there was something they wanted me to do and I was like I can't do that hmm with what this episode is requiring me to do it's like too it's like too much action in my episode mm-hmm. to have have an a, kind of an action filled bs b thing too. they're <laughs> right. like y'all need to like throw that yeah. down um but it's been it's been good i'm great i'm excited you know i mean last night um what episode are you i'm 309 oh okay that's a good um, number right. yeah mm-hmm. um i uh it's so wild it's like this is the thing that's interesting about television, um, or just in general writing, is that like I had like done the teaser, you know, Friday and yesterday I was done, and I was got kind of like, uh, where am I? I? Don't know if I have anything like that. Mm-hmm. Then I was given to go out and play poker with some friends, and um, and then literally I like heard the voices of the characters. Hmm. I was like, oh wait a minute, this is like. I can't, I can't go play poker right now. I have to go rewrite the scene because mm. I'm not because I hear it now. Mm. I hear it right. in the way I want the rhythm to be. So I had mm-hmm. to like sit down and stop and be like, let me be mad at me, but fuck him because I, it's hard to get people that. Get, people yeah. move on with the poker game without. Yeah, they're they gonna be like, oh, he's not here. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'll find you're, somebody off the street. Sit there. there. Yeah. You know? you're, you're on. You're on script. You it's, have a right. No, <laughs> I, it's all that. I mean, you know, the thing. But the, the thing is, it's that beauty of, you know, like. I don't know these characters that well, you mm-hmm. know. It's my first time on the yeah. thing. Yeah, I watched every episode, but I watched them so fast I didn't get a chance to really like to live in it. And then all of a sudden, um, I just started hearing their voices, like, like the rhythm of their voice, you right. know. And I was like, oh, I got, I can't, I have to capture this now, mm-hmm. now, now, now. Do you guys do table reads on the show? Because I find if they do table reads, that helps me Very also yeah. hear the yeah. now, the voice of the actors, the voice of the show. It just helps cement it in my mind, and so. Um, they might do that when you go produce your episode, oh, right, you know, right, right, and you're right, in, in right. New York because right. you're there for a week before you're yeah, shooting. Yeah, in, in mm-hmm. your in your prep meetings. Yeah, in the prep yeah. meetings. Yeah, so yeah. that might be. Okay. I'm not. I'm not sure. I mean, mm-hmm. I just realized. I was like, we're, we're started, you know, and I was like, well, where's my damn like you know like daily clips and butt and all this <laughs> kind of stuff. And I and I, and I told I showed my sister. She's like, oh. So I didn't know if you wanted to see that. I was like, yes. The send, whole, me, send me all the that. The whole staff should send be watching me it. all of that. <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. Yeah. Um, because, I, I mean, the, th- the thing that, that I want, that I, that I love, is the uh, 
the, is like the cue take, you know, yep. like the 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 which is the the stream right from the set at yep. when, when you're shooting, mm-hmm. uh, because that to me, like you know, it's live. It's, it's going live on right now. Wait, live, like, so that's because of COVID that writers can't go on. Like, what's what's the streaming from set? So. Since the people, uh, well, I look. I'm not sure if we it's have because that. they shoot in New York and shoot, the room well, is here. Well, too. No, but I've no, shot, no, I've, every yeah, show no, I've worked on is not the production no, is not. No, yeah, it seems yeah. to me like it's a, a pandemic thing. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was getting at. It's from a holdover from COVID. Yeah, you know what? I'm not sure if we even do that in our show. I asked about it on on Saturday morning. I didn't hear back yet because whatever. But on but on Picard. Because very few people could go to set. It was it was it was only like, even though it was downstairs. It was downstairs. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we could all go everything like that. They're trying to cut back but on how many people I mean, were just, just running around because COVID and everything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone who was in this group A, and you had an octogenarian had star, the show, yeah. So you know, and then but the thing that the thing that Terry would do, which was dope, is a lot of times like when he would come in the room on Star Trek. He turned the TV on to watch the Q take, so when the, when we're talking in the room, he could see it, mm. you mm-hmm. know. And he had it really low. There's some because mm-hmm. if some shit was happening, he'd be like, "Guys, hold on, let's just watch this real quick." I know oh, that's cool. It, mm-hmm. it, it, I, like I know, fuck that. I gotta call down. <laughs> 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 oh, that's cool. I mean, yeah. whatever it is, but it's but you, but you know, like mm. you're in the yeah. middle of seeing and you just going right there. It's almost like mm-hmm. you're there on set, you know. Anyway, um, but no, but but it, but the writers go to set. I mean, yeah. the main thing about. That Joe and Adam wanted was they wanted everybody to go to produce their episodes. So, mm-hmm. so everybody's going from the staff level, from the staff staff writer up to the you know to them, you know, which is yeah. great. They we, go to New York. We um, did the same thing on our new sh- new Amazon show. That was part of the fight that Ben did with Amazon. He was like, "We're not doing the show unless mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean." He's like, mm-hmm. "They have to go. Mm-hmm. They have to mm-hmm. go." It's important. He had a great reason too, and I forget what it is off the top of my head. But it was brilliant. I was like, oh, yeah. Well, you'll never build yeah. future showrunners if people are it not. Was in that that. Yeah. Yeah. It was in that you, vein. It was in that vein. Your pipeline's going to dry up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and you also yeah. have, to, I mean, you just have to train people to, like, the like. it's not just to build future showrunners. It's, it's that, but it's like, but you want your staff to be aware of the pressure of what it means to be on set. So if there's a problem comes up for anybody, any time, then he or she as a showrunner knows you know what? I need you to handle this too, and 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 I'm gonna be your episode, mm-hmm. but I need you to ha- like handle this part of the what's going on, right. you know? Because uh, it's crazy. Cause obviously, like on our show, because um, Adam is in New York now and he's staying there for the duration, so 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 he'll be there on set for everybody's episode, right. and you, you know, it's like the showrunner voice, and then the 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 writer comes in as their thing. So it's interesting that way, but I think it's because there's a lot. With our show, so I don't know. It's exciting, Jorge. What you been up to as of lately? Because I know you're busy as crazy. Yeah, I've been really busy. A lot of (coughs) development, development, development. I've like got like about six projects in various phases of like uh, you know getting to the to the finish line. Mm -hmm. Um, My the one that I'm most excited about is I've got a grounded sci-fi thing set in like post Hurricane Maria. Mm. Kind of like a Black Mirror thing and post okay. Hurricane Maria set nice. up at CBS, um, and we're shopping around for showrunners right now. Okay, so that's really super exciting. And the other mm-hmm. one that I'm mo- second in line that I'm most excited about is a international sort of like crime thriller that I'm uh, writing with Michael Ferris, who did um, the game and a couple of mm-hmm. uh, Terminator movies mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Super amazing writer, and uh, we're on the runway to take that out as a pitch right now. Nice. So, 
Yeah, like just juggling a lot of like development right now. It's right. like, you know, just really, really, really getting into that and having a lot of fun and trying to seed some things all around. You know, like you put out like five things into the universe and one of them hopefully comes through. Yep. But, you know, th- you know, that's that's been the last uh, like year of my life. It's been just like really focusing yeah. on I, that. I just did three years of development. Yeah. I think we did eight or nine different shows. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's... It's work. <clears throat> it's a it's lot. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. Yeah. What about you, Linnell? I know you got some dope-ass projects going on. Yeah, new. but first, let me just Go say, ahead, <coughs> Jose, I apologize in Jorge. advance. Oh, Jorge. Yeah, okay. It's okay. I, I had Jose on my brain for some reason <laughs> because okay. my Spanish instructor is Jose. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I see him twice a week now. And any, any J's, I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, That's okay. I had That's your, right. I was thinking, you're right. Goodness. <laughs> Jorge. Anyway, so, all right, where do I begin? Talk to us. You guys know, I've mentioned a couple times on the show, that I've been trying to get this short film off the ground um, that I'm going to direct. I've already written it. It's about a, it's, the time period is those first, that first first month of COVID Mm -hmm. where everything was shutting down and jobs were scarce. My story is about an African-American family of four that ends up living out of their car because the parents have lost their jobs. And most people, well not most people, but a lot of people were one paycheck away from those sort of circumstances. And so it's not that you didn't want to pull yourself up by your bootstraps, it's just that there were no no jobs available. There was nothing open. Right, right. So they're in the car and you know, it's not, you know, sometimes our stories can be doom and gloom. There's joy, there's the the power of community ex- is exhibited in the story in terms of, you know, how one thing connects to another person connects to another person, and then we're able to find them housing, right? right. Um, because a lot of times the media, first, two things that I'm pushing back with in this short film, the media often overlooks the black working class. Mm-hmm. Sure. They will act like <clears throat> the white working class is the focus of their attention. Why they vote for Trump? Why? What's the economic anxiety? Why are they doing this? with coal miners, mm-hmm. the, 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 the factory workers, da, da, da. And they rarely talk about non-white working class. So that's one thing. Sure. I'm giving you an example of a functioning black working class family. Today. Today, mm-hmm. right. The other thing is um, the power of community. You know, they like to think that all our communities are riddled with bullets and, you know, it's all toxic and right. no one gives a shit, da 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 No, people give a shit. Because once people hear about this family that's living in the car, oh, Pookie tells Ray Ray, t- tells yeah. Sheila, who tells, mm-hmm. you know, Yvonne mm-hmm. at the hair salon yeah. and then we make a connection yeah. and they're able to find housing yeah. in the end so that's that's the movie yeah we take it personally too you almost like well I'm not gonna take that somebody's in a car what but the kids right 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 <laughs> especially, especially the elders right, right? Yeah. and that's how it ends up with this situation we have an yeah. elder woman who's living by herself in COVID right mm-hmm. and her and her kids because it's COVID another thing people forget is like a lot of our seniors were just alone so she has this bungalow in the back of her place this family's unhoused. Hey, this is a win-win. You stay in the bungalow, but if you can make some grocery runs and some prescription runs mm-hmm. for me, and I have right. company, because I'm kind of lonely. So it's again, it's that connection of community mm-hmm. that people want to say doesn't exist. And they want to talk about all oh, the all the crime and the black the black on black crime. And I, <laughs> there's other things going on in our yes, neighborhoods. Okay. Sure. So what's it called? It's called Hatchback. Okay. Since they're living out of a hatchback okay. car. Um. Thank you for that. <clears throat> um, it's just a, it's been a lot going on with it. So right. at first, I had a grant from a company called Creator Plus Studios. Okay. They were doing their inaugural class of BIPOC filmmakers. Mm-hmm. They had a BIPOC filmmaker initiative. They were going to support us all with twenty five thousand in production for our shorts. Oh no, I'm hearing past tense. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Well, m- the other <clears throat> films were that in the program. So there were six of us selected. Okay. <clears throat> 
um, the other films were a little bit further along than me in terms of like having their team together and having you know maybe maybe the, and, oh, some of them already came in with money so the 25k was just in addition to the money they'd already had okay. I was starting at the very beginning with just a script and a dream right mm-hmm. so in this in these six months that you know I was working with Creator Plus it's been me p- trying to put together a producing team trying to figure out what the budget is um, and also them on their part pr- making some promises in terms of like, oh, we're gonna look into getting you a car sponsorship. We're gonna call Kia, Nissan, see if they can give, if they can give you a car for free Dope. and a little bit of money mm-hmm. for product placement. Oh, this is a win-win, you know. So they were they were they were <clears throat> offering to broker some deals with me, and also they said to me, take your time, take your time putting this together because some of the other projects have rushed into production and it's been issues. I was like, okay, fine, I will take my time mm-hmm. to sort of sort this out. I find out August first. Mm-mm. that Creator Plus Studios is not going to give me the remainder of the 25K. So they gave me 10 for pre-production. The deal was 10 for pre-po, 10 for production, 5 for post. Okay. I get an email from them saying, oh, the person running the program has left, moved on to another opportunity or whatever, wow. and we're no longer going to support your project. Wow. Yeah. I found that out this, this month. And I'm wow. like, I'm really tired of these <laughs> BIPOC you know, BIPOC filmmaker programs. <laughs> these BIPOC wow. filmmaker programs, you know, pulling the, like, you know, doing all this performative stuff because we were in deadline. We, mm-hmm. My picture's yeah. still on the website. Sure, yeah. And then you're emailing me saying, we can't support your product. Then they, then they suck, suck their lawyer on me. Like, oh, you should be lucky that we, we're letting you keep that 10K and we're not taking asking for that back. And I was like, but you guys didn't do anything. Mm. Like, the, you know, all the things you promised never came to fruition. Wow. I'm the one that's been like, you know, beating beating the streets. First of all, this is Hollywood, and like 15k is like someone's like dust off the skin of the back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, like right. that money right. is somewhere. Right. So screw them. Right. You know. Right. That's money. That's money that someone uses that for like their weekend getaway. Right. <laughs> so why why can't Patrick you give it? Stewart? And and and, <laughs> and we're not talking about a not for profit. It's Creator Plus Studios. Mm-hmm. They their whole model is yeah. they take social media stars and build movies around them. Okay. So they have a movie the movie that's already out that it has a mm-hmm. um, a Latinx lead. Mm-hmm. It's called Diamond in the Rough. It's some golf <coughs> golf Latino thing. I, I've I, heard I, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, there's another movie coming out next month. I can't remember what that one's about. But I'm just like, you guys. And it's like, and here's the other thing. I was the only black writer director in the program. Yeah. Well, Diamond so, and Roth. That's Janet. That's Janet Godet's movie that she directed. I think that's. I, it, it has. I mean, yeah. Which yeah, are, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, how yeah, many yeah. golf Latinx yeah. movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can be it's running like, around. It's like on. Uh, it's, it's on Amazon. Yeah, it's on yeah. Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think originally they wanted to put it on there. They wanted to build their own app and put it on there. And mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, but yeah. it's on Amazon. But I'm yeah. just saying, like, promises were made. Mm-hmm. And then they send their lawyer after me saying, We couldn't get a hold of you. And I was like, To tell you that this guy had been gone for a month that was running the program, I was like, I'm easily accessible. And <laughs> all the other guy never had a problem That's getting a hold of But because you guys are, you know, not functioning properly right. as an organization and there was no handoff, and this guy left. And <clears> first of all, he didn't say anything to me that he was leaving the position. Right. And then you guys didn't do a handover so you know how to communicate, whatever. Right. We had a email chain built just for my project hmm. that not only reached all the people at Creative Plus, but also me, my producers. I was like, why didn't somebody just use this email chain? Because it's more than just him on there, I'm sure. Yes, other, it was yeah. everybody. Right. It was everybody involved right. with this project you know, for six months now. So I'm really disappointed in that. Um, yeah, it's just really heartbreaking. So now I'm crowdfunding because the wool has been pulled from under me and now you got to raise it all. Now I got to raise it all. 
Wow. Yeah, except for the, you know, I do have the 10K right yeah. now that they want to send their lawyer the, after the me. The silver lining is, is as you're crowdfunding, you have an amazing story to tell. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you put that out there and how you've been wronged like you'll you'll raise I'm it. making TikTok videos about exactly. it right now you know tell that whole story I'm on TikTok the story you just told us is yeah. how you get your 15 plus probably more I, I'm yeah. on TikTok yeah. right now yeah. at Skywriter Productions because yeah. that's my uh, that's my company I like that because um, I'm a former writer a mm-hmm. uh, former pilot that's really writer, nice so I like Skywriter that. Mm-hmm. so um, yeah Skywriter Productions on TikTok you'll see my, my rants and R-I-D-E-R R-I-D-E-R Rider yeah Writer Sky writer, as oh, in the guy, yes. as in the yes. guys that mm-hmm. you know used to Who, the, 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 the buy points. I get it. Yeah, write the name exactly. the Sky writer, S K Y W R I T E R productions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just want to say one thing. Yes, I know this is <clears throat> hard for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's just been pulled out from underneath your mm-hmm. rug, and it's it's fucking up a whole like a whole and others is going on in your life that I know about. It's not cool. Um, I think this is interesting. And she lost her baby. I know. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's the part yeah. I mean. Well, yeah. uh, for the so listeners. Um, clarify that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> not my human baby. <laughs> yeah. um, my cat of 18 years, honey, passed away, yeah. and she was very beloved. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, right. So, um, mm-hmm. but I think this is what I think. This is actually interesting training mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. It's training for everybody. Yes. Because I feel that... You know the the people, as they're always short-sighted to look at their quarterly shit. They sh- they double down on streaming too much. Now the streaming has to fucking pull back because everyone is tired of it. Right. It's gonna be a lot of like, uh, it's gonna be a big contraction in the industry. And I feel that like crowdfunding and NFTs and stuff like that are gonna be the way that people are gonna have to need to if they want to keep making product. Like you know mm-hmm. you have to know how to do that. Successfully mm-hmm. do it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and no, and 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 doing a campaign is not easy. That's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lot of yeah. work because it's, it's a, t- it's a twenty-four for, hour. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, there's com- two things I'm going to do for, for yeah. a comic book I want to do and a short film that I might want to do later mm-hmm. in the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you, you got to like really spend a lot of time doing it. You know, it's like it's being a, it's like it's like being it's full the, time. It's, it's like being be a full time producer, yeah. financier. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> which most people do not want to do who no. are creatives but you got to do it if you yes. want to do your and shit and it's also I mean a lot of emailing mm-hmm. a lot of DMing yeah. on Facebook yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah you're hitting up people from high school you're hitting up people you haven't yeah. talked to them forever mm-hmm. forever yeah um, yeah, yeah it, it's a full time job but I, what I've learned is two things in this whole process now I, and later on I'll come in here and do a whole podcast on what I've learned crowdfunding let's get it. right let's get it so <clears throat> one thing some of these BIPOC filmmaker programs or filmmaker programs in general that you get into, mm-hmm. make sure you are looking at your contract really hard because a lot of them, and I had this, I have, I've had this with two, you know, not only with Creative Plus, but with a different company, they want ownership of your movie in some capacity. Tell them. And there mm-hmm. was one company that offered me a $10,000 grant hmm. and they wanted 100% ownership of the project. Wow. You really have to read these contracts before you just go and there were other people who signed it and said a hundred percent hundred percent ownership because they wanted to then use these short films and build some sort of streaming deal for distribution or whatever Mm -hmm. i left them alone Mm -hmm. and i and i i I kept going back and forth you was like guys you're only giving me 10k the budget for my thing is like 40 you're gonna be a 25 percent share of this you got to come down from this hundred percent i couldn't get them to budge and i was like okay i gotta move on Mm -hmm. And then Creator Plus, even with their contract with the 25K, they wanted 50% ownership of the project. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, okay, you're coming in with half the budget, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. But then they reneged on that. 
and then the audacity audacity must be on sale it really must because the audacity was their lawyer came to me and said we'll let you you know you we're gonna let you keep the 10k but we'd like a producer credit and and some sort of future future share and earnings i was like y'all out of your minds so anyone knows a good lawyer like please dm me on twitter because I'm gonna have to go back, and that's another expense out of my short film mm-hmm. that I don't want to deal with. But here we are. The good news is, I can highly recommend a Latinx-owned crowdfunding platform called SupportOurStory.com. That's okay. where my project is. Wow. S u p p o r t o u r s t o r y dot com. SupportOurStory.com. A Latinx couple owns it. I think they're over mm-hmm. in Echo Park. And you'll see a lot of Latinx projects on mm-hmm, the platform mm-hmm. that people are fundraising for. It has been, if you don't want to be on Kickstarter, you don't want to be on GoFundMe, you don't want to be on these larger platforms, I've had a personal interaction with these people in terms of, I have questions, emails responded to within an hour. Wow. They also give crowdfunders daily training videos of like, here's what you need to think about. Try and do this with your campaign. Try and get on Facebook and do a Facebook Live. Try and do, don't, you know, do DMs on Facebook. Do mm-hmm. this, this, like send preparatory emails before your campaign even starts. Like all this advice that has led wow. me now to where, as I sit here today, I haven't checked it this morning, but we're 90% funded. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay? congratulations. Thank you. Yes. So of, of 15K, wow. 90% funded yeah. as of today. That's amazing. In September 1st, so my plea to any of your listeners is, and yeah. one of your listeners is always already taking this up, uh, um, taking me up on this is, I have several levels. You know, I have you got five dollars, you get five dollars. You got twenty dollars, get twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. There's a special screenwriter package. Right. Um, I've put out there at the two hundred dollar level. I'll read thirty pages of your script and get on Zoom with you for thirty minutes to yes. talk about it. Um, so I'm that has a, a lot I'm, of weight. Y'all. I'm a W. Yeah. I'm a WJ writer. Yep. I've you mm-hmm. know three produced episodes of dramatic television. I have a, a master's in screenwriting from UCLA. Yep. I've been in fellowships. Mm-hmm. I've I've done it all. Yep. So I can sit down with you and give you notes. So I forget his name. I'd have to look it up on Twitter. I'll shout him out later. Okay. But one of your listeners has already taken me up on it. Okay. So that's still available. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm just pushing onward. What has what has warmed my heart is the support I've gotten from some of our fellow writers. Right. And I don't want to drop names, but... But but our boy really our boy, hooks you. Really hooks you. Our boy. And then another mm-hmm. boy came along a couple days ago. And really I'm going to say white guys. I'm going to just say uh-huh. white guys. Wow. wow. Yeah. Can't have yeah. come to my rescue yeah. with this there project. There you go. Wow. Yeah. And see, really, this is, see, this is the episode that we want to have. <laughs> but we, know, we keep holding off on it. We keep holding off hold on, on Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we continue, I just have to say I forgot. Today is Tracy Grant's birthday, so let's give him a quick oh, happy little birthday, Tracy. Oh, happy, happy birthday, birthday to Tracy. Birthday, so anyway, whenever this you. episode comes out, his birthday will be passed, though. I know. Okay, just wanted to say um, it'll be out tomorrow. Oh, so um, so so I'm crowdfunding. Supportourstory.com forward slash hatchback. H a t c h b a c k. We'll put it in the notes. We'll put it in the show we'll notes. Put it in the show notes. Um, it's up until September first. Donate what you can. I really appreciate it. And BIPOC content creators, just be really careful about who you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like you think, oh, a grant, money, excited, right. sign. No. Be fucking careful. There's, ne- there's always <laughs> strings to money. Yeah. 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 They, they want ownership. They mm-hmm. want something. They want this, that, and the third. Or you could decide, okay, let's do the deal. And then they try and pull the rug out from under you at the last second. And I'm just like. I remember I was doing a short film, Jesus, 10 years ago. And one of my friends who wanted to invest wanted to give me $3,000 for 30% of my whole company. And I was like, huh? Of the company? Of my entire Hill Dog Productions. I wow. was like, for $3,000? 
I was like, yeah. What's the valuation of my company? People, well, that's the thing. People are going to nickel and dime you and sort of test your limits, right? And you have to sort of say, uh, uh, no, Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not doing it. Well, here's the thing I say all the time. Part of your ability as like your biggest strength as a negotiator is knowing that you that you should walk away at any time. Yep. Be able to walk away at any yes. time. Yep. It's that great line from yeah. Heat. Yep. Heat <laughs> that should be, re- true. be ready to walk away. Put all the shit down, walk exactly. away. Walk exactly. away from any... I was telling someone the other day in the writer's room, I was like, you know, no deal... I say this all the time too. No deal is better than a bad deal. Yeah. It really is. It's true. Cause it, because think about it. If you took the three grand, you'd mm-hmm. be fucked. Fuck. These people took took 100 percent of your mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you'd be mm-hmm. fucked, mm-hmm. and you'd mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, but the money don't do my thing." Ah, now I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, what happens is that's a delayed fucking. Mm-hmm. It's not. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not immediate. That's true. It's yeah. like it's a yeah. year later. It's two like, years oh, later. Yeah, now, you know, yeah. You're like, yeah. damn it, you know. So you have to yeah. be Could've very. Water. Yeah, because yeah. you don't. And look, you said earlier the people were like, they rush into the production. I mean. There's the thing about making a movie is there's no release date. Right. You know, it it it, it I mean with a short film. Yeah, with a well, short yeah. film or web series well, or whatever. Well, yeah. But but also with any movie except for some big tent pole studio mm-hmm. film, there's no release date. So never rush it because because once you rush it, then you're already on that the production triangle, you know, it's like like you're already fast. Yeah. so you're it's working right. on it's fast. fast. Yeah, yeah. It's, you're working it's, on fast. Yeah, it's it's fast and then they won't be cheap. cheap. It's yeah. fast mm-hmm. and cheap. So so if you're already rolling on the fast one, you got to choose between. It's not, it's not gonna be cheap. It might not be cheap or not. It might not be good. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's the interesting thing. I'm always telling. I'm glad we're talking about this. I'm always telling writers that you know your job as a writer is to become a produced writer, right? So the first project I ever sold was this horror script, <clears throat> and. It was because I was on the Sundance list that a producer saw it. We met. I soft pitched them this project. They bought it in the room, right? I went off and wrote the script. He was somebody I knew. So I was like, great, mm-hmm. I'll do this project, but I want a co-producer credit. Mm-hmm. He was like, sure. I was like, oh, this is great. <laughs> Wait for it. So we go off. We make the movie. Mm-hmm. We take it to AFM a year later. It sells in three hours to like seven countries. I was like, I'm supposed to be rolling, right? <laughs> right for it. So a few months later, I'm like, where my check at? So I call him like, hey, what's going on? He's like, did you look at your contract? And I'm like, what oh, are you talking great. about? He says, your contract was domestic. We've heard this before. Your contract was domestic. We sold internationally. International. And I was like, wow. oh. I ain't get no money. But what it taught me was this. I didn't get mad. Mm-hmm. I was like, but I got what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be produced, and he gave me a producer credit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And what it did, it allowed me to start being on some panels and shit like mm-hmm. that and whatever. Mm-hmm. So it did what it did, it did the now thing. now you're a produced person. Yeah, now it did the thing that thing. it was supposed yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. And it taught you a lesson right. about... What, what yeah. I'm thinking about now is I was like, oh, I might have to rephrase how I say this because I'm always telling writers, you need to mm-hmm. become produced. You need to work. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're giving it away, but you need to be a produced credit, producer, mm-hmm. writer. And But hearing what they're doing with these programs you're talking about yeah. I'm like ooh that's not what I'm talking about <laughs> I'm talking about the other yeah. way where yeah. you do the well, shit it, mm-hmm. you know they know a lot of Bi- BIPOC filmmakers are desperate, desperate. for money we're, all, we're, we're always like struggling for yeah. money yep. yeah. and so you can sit here and get your sort of shine on and look like you're really doing something for mm-hmm. BIPOC writer directors right. by setting up these programs whatever um, 
but you're but see, around. But on see, some but level, they know your value, and and a lot of these writers come in not knowing their value. Mm, that's yeah, the problem. They never they, know their value, right? They, they, they never they undervalue themselves, right. Oh my right? god! But they know someone coming in and saying, "I'll give you three thousand dollars for thirty percent of your." company mm-hmm. knows the value the future value of right. your company or right. any they're betting on the fact that, that you, you don't that know. you don't yes well, that's well, the problem it's, 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 no, it's, it's not it's that but <coughs> also you're saying about you undervalued that that's why i said to you what's the valuation of your company mm-hmm. because if he's giving you 30 percent three thousand dollars he's saying your company is, is only worth 10 grand but the thing is you got to say to yourself is so okay, I might have an office and a desk and blah blah blah. So I might only be the the book value was ten thousand dollars. But the creative value. But is the way thing more. is the yeah. thi- you, but you know what? Take a page out of Trump's playbook. Oh and God! Say, yeah. Hey, oh God, why are you just <laughs> let me what are you evaluate doing? the way I want to evaluate and say my IP is worth hundred k per right. script? Ha <laughs> ha! And I got nine scripts, so I'm worth a million dollars. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you, like 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 you can do you can, but but technically. I remember a friend of mine who was doing this for a company, and he had spoken with uh, trying to raise money, the financing thing. And it's like they do value a script as you wrote a feature script or a television script. the The accounting people will value it at like um, at the writers' guild minimum. So if you, so if you have six mm-hmm. scripts you're working on, six features, the writers' guild minimum is maybe one hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. So you could say that oh, so your company is worth you know six times like one hundred fifty just on assets. Interesting. You know because mm. you know cause, and the and the, the the financiers will fucking like will accept that. You know, um, but that's way more than that makes a lot of sense. You know, that's it's, interesting. It's way more than the ten k that he's thinking yeah. mm-hmm. your office yeah. and your chairs and right. shit. You're right. He's thinking right. the physical product yeah. and right. not you know, the, 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 the intellectual property, property is yeah. worth yeah. so much more. Yeah, because right. they value it up. And the future, and the future, and the future, the future yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, future right. valuation. You know, but this, right. and the, but I think the biggest thing you're saying is is that black people, the BIPOC people, they are so desperate yes. for money because mm-hmm. yes. they just can't go to their Uncle Charlie or, <coughs> right. you know, mm-hmm. there's no John trust Smith fund. Mm-hmm. There's all the stuff that you they, the, the network of people with who you could turn to to get your money is right. so slim that mm-hmm. you're like, I just need this money, I just need this money. But it goes back to, again, well, you can ask Ray Ray, you just have to well, pay him back. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, but <laughs> oh, you're gonna get fucked well, up. Well, <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, Will Smith, you remember the Will Smith story? <laughs> the, the dude gave him 10k when yep. he when he did leave Philly well, on, on the rail. I had a story like that, you know, I never told you, yeah, that. but he, yeah. Yeah, for, for, like, like, so just real quick, like in Will Smith's book, there's a moment when he lost all his money from the first two rap albums because he didn't pay his taxes <clears throat> yep. and he was in jail for like a weekend. Cause I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. a great book. Yeah. It's a great book. He was in oh, jail. Oh, oh. He, okay, so what happened was he was a performing at a radio station during the day which at the time it was was not allowed. Like 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 you couldn't play rap during the day in the early eight, in the oh in the right, right, right 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 and you also right. couldn't do a live rap performance sure. online. But sure. he was doing it and breaking mm-hmm. ground. And his old <coughs> former producer came and was like heckling him and shit. And his uh uh you know because it was it was live you know and they were all hanging out there about like outside the little fishbowl. Yep. And I was heckling him and he, and he got into the damn to the to the studio room and, and Will's bodyguard punched this guy in the face wow. and and almost I think broke his jaw but there's this old slavery law <laughs> in Pennsylvania that is like this thing about like if you have dominion over someone 
and that and you know and that person does something bad so so a master like over a slave has dominion the slave fucks up the master's responsible wow and this attorney used that law wow. to say that that will smith had dominion over his bodyguard wow so will smith was being charged with the assault and battery thing Holy and he shit. spent right. like and he spent this weekend like four days in jail because nobody he knew had money to bail him mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. he felt shame like mm-hmm. motherfuckers knew i had this mansion that was Mm-hmm. Think about the IRS just recently. I got, I got two albums yeah. out. I'm all over MTV. I'm all over MTV. Yeah. 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 He's gone. I'm happy. I'm Go- happy. Go yeah. lucky rapper, yeah. and I'm here and in I'm jail. Broke. I'm not I'm West Coast. No. You know, not yet. Not yet. Like, not yet. Yeah, yeah. He hadn't done no I, movie, no, no TV movie show yet. Yeah. No, no. But I'm saying like yeah. that whole West Coast vibe. Like mm-hmm. we shoot people. We're in jail. He was the antithesis of that. And he's sitting in jail. He's sitting there. Like it's not. It's not right for the image. He's sitting there on the on the concrete floor, and he's like, I got to change on ego, on ego, shit like that. And then and then he next day he went out. And caught up one of his boys, who not, a friend of his, not one of his boys, who was part of this mafia in fucking Philly, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said, "Hey man, I, I I get out of town," and he's like, "All right, man, all right, you gotta get out of town. All right, cool, mm-hmm. cool. You're not better than me though. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. but wow, but here's yep. ten grand, and you can you know hit me back." When you, when you get some, you get on your feet, and then I died. And, and, and then that guy died three days later, got shot yep. in some old police thing or some shit like that. But it just lets you know that most people don't have access to funds, and ten thousand dollars is not really a lot of money when you're making a movie. This exact similar mm-hmm. thing happened to me. I don't ever told it on, on the show. So my homeboy, I'm not gonna say their name, was a big drug dealer in my neighborhood. He was my best friend when I was a kid. The first dude who knew I was gay, mm-hmm. who told all the homeboys don't mm-hmm. fuck with me because of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Had my back. I knew it was gonna happen. And I, I had broken up with my first boyfriend I ever had. Well, I didn't break up, I moved home because I was pissed at him, some bullshit. <clears throat> and I was back at home in my fucking bed that I was in before, all sad. You know, and he came over to the house to see my sister, and we started talking. He was like, and he we went outside for a walk, and sure enough, he handed me $10,000. I almost took it, because he was like, go mm-hmm. to L.A., don't be here, mm-hmm. get the fuck out. He was out. doing a Goodwill hunting he moment for you. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's exactly was, what it is. You can't be here, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't wow. on some pay me mm-hmm. back shit. Mm-hmm. It was on some nigga, just go take mm-hmm. this stuff mm-hmm. and get the, mm-hmm. look at mm-hmm. me. I ain't yeah. gonna, you know yeah. what I mean? And you have to know that at this time, half of my homeboys had already been killed. Wow. So he was one of the last few. So he was like, I'm here or jail. And he was in jail like five months later. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so where I'm going with all that is I decided not to do it just on principle of who I was, mm-hmm. being a good guy and all mm-hmm. that other mm-hmm. bullshit. And I could have. And I could have moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. He's like, get you a car, get mm-hmm. you this, yeah. get you that. And I was that'll, like, that'll, that'll, start, that'll get you started in L.A. That, back then. I was you know? that close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the early 90s. You know, mm-hmm. 90, yeah. 92, 93 yeah. or something. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean so. but so... It's the, so that but slipping it back to kind of about trying to raise money trying to do stuff i mean you know i was supposed to do this play this fall you know and at the last minute the rice got snatched because damn i wouldn't mm, see that because Corey hawkins is doing it on broadway That's right. so it got snatched from us and then the the playhouse guys were like so they don't want it playing in two places at once or yeah, something yeah they don't damn. yeah yeah um I actually it's, know. It's I actually not, know the playwright. It's too. not in the states. I mean, if I was overseas, I could do it, but wow, not okay. here. Interesting. Um, but the thing is, is that um, he said to me, "So what do you want to do? There's a window. 
where we can get you up and going at another point. You got to find the play. You got to blah, blah, blah. But there's a window because I got to go to New York to do my episode. So you, what's going on? Right. And I was like, but he said, or you can wait until January. And I was like, let's wait until January. Mm-hmm. Why rush it? Yeah. Why? There's, right. There's, there's no yeah. need right. for no me right. to rush right. it. Right. Holiday season. People ain't jumping to right. the theater anyway. But it's, it's not even that. But it's like, yeah. but, but it's like. Do I have time to rehearse a play in five mm-hmm. weeks right. at night yeah. when I'm on my show? Yeah. Or no. do I have, when I'm getting ready to write the episode too? So it was like, mm. like, you know, I, 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 like, I'm beyond cocaine again. So again? What did I not miss? Case, I heard it too. So if that's not the case, <laughs> that's not the case. So, right. I, so I said to myself, <laughs> I'm going to wait until yeah. January. But the cool thing is, the cool thing was because I was, I was thinking about it for like a day or two and I was like, What's the other? Well, what play would I do? What play would I do? Yeah. I was trying to figure out what play I would do and who's cool. available at the playoffs and blah, blah blah. And it meant it was so much more work I had to do. Like I had to read four or five plays. I was like, no. <coughs> I, I tell you what, I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. Do cocaine again? <laughs> <laughs> no. I tell you what, I was gonna do because I, 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 I pitched this to the guy who was gonna be to play with me. I said, you know what we need to do? We need to do the, the we, we need to do an all black ox uh, all black cast. Oxbow incident, but they're about to hang a white guy, and he was like, "No, you can't Damn. do that." I was like, "But that'd be dope, though. That'd be, people would want to see me. Like, what are you doing?" But, but in any event, I. But the whole thing I say is, you want to do the work because you want to do it. But if you put the rush mm-hmm. on, yes, then yeah. it's like, like Chris, they've you, done. You, a, you don't need to do done that. A, the they've days. done an all black, Glengarry Glen Ross, right? No, I want to do that. That would be dope. I've been wanting to do this movie for a long time. Yeah, for a long, long time. Okay. Um, and there's like, <clears throat> and there's there's one piece you get to trigger it all. Mm. And I'm trying to figure out how to do that one piece. But okay. it's cha- it, there's other other X factors that keep changing every couple of years because who's hot and who's not and stuff like that. Sure. Um, but it's the thing the thing about because like I've done projects fast. I've done projects slow. Mm-hmm. The project fast mm-hmm. does not. It I was about to say a rap lyric just then. I was going to sometimes you're going to leave it alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> but, 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 quick, but, quick, but, but, quick. But there's sometimes. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, 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 there's such a desire. It goes back to you saying, Hori, about mm-hmm. like, like, you, like, are you undervalue yourself as a writer, right. and you feel like, oh, it's in front of me. The opportunity's here. I need to go jump on this now. Mm-hmm. But if the money's mm-hmm. there, it's not going to go away. <coughs> and you should think of it as validation of your, your idea. Right. Because for mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. The, the, like, okay, so now the money went away. Mm-hmm. But you now got it through the crowdfunding mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Because what people, mm-hmm. I mean, because movie, movies fall apart all the fucking time. Yes. All the time. And if yes. it's a good idea, mm-hmm. then the money will come. There's a friend of mine told me this is a rich guy. So it took me a long time to figure out what he meant was. But he said, he said, money is a commodity. And, it's, and he said, and money is looking to be spent. Mm. You know, like money doesn't want to sit around because mm-hmm. it doesn't earn. It's just it starts to get, inflation fucks with it. So the thing is, <laughs> if your idea is strong and it falls out, someone else you you see to beat the the bushes mm-hmm. a little yeah. more mm-hmm. right, and right, find right. it because if you do your project and you're gonna do, and I mean like and you so want to be on the good and cheap side of the fucking equation, right? right. It's not gonna be fast. You yeah. so want to yeah. be yeah. the good and cheap yeah. side yeah. because it's better for you. There's less stress mm-hmm. on you. Yep. Everything like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, well, I, you know what? I spent five thousand dollars as opposed to fifty. Mm-hmm. You right. know, right? And that just, may, I mean, and you might say to yourself, I wish I had that fifty, but oh, at yeah. the, but at the same time. 
did you want that 50 because you actually wanted to put it on yeah. the screen more or because you wanted to do it now and you wanted someone and to get a certain thing or to get a location or to get that car that you wanted for the mm-hmm. the, the, the hatchback it's hatchback. part of the movie mm-hmm. that's yeah. what they're living yeah. out of it's mm-hmm. central to the story but, but the thing is that the, the thing they said to you is oh we could get that um, yeah. uh, the sponsorship, the sponsorship. Like now, now product placement, uh, here's yeah. the thing that's pretty easy to do I mean, with anybody mm-hmm. it just takes time for them to run through mm-hmm. the, so it might mm-hmm. take three to six mm-hmm. months whatever it is yep. the thing is I'm gonna ah, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna do this now. Yeah, that's, and that's why then. that's what we've been. You know, that's yeah. what we're dealing with for several months. Is like trying to hear mm-hmm. back from all the mm-hmm. car companies, and they all kind of said no because they didn't want to be associated with homelessness. Right. That right. was their perception of these white car companies. Like, yeah. oh, black people living out of a car. I was like, no, you're you're seeing you're not seeing your car as the lifeboat for this family. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. You're yeah. seeing mm-hmm. it at like negative, like oh, black homelessness. Right. Oh, we don't want to be associated with that. I was like. If they didn't have the car, mm-hmm. they would be like on well, the, the concrete. Yeah, they mm-hmm. the car. Yeah. The car is like it's a they an air mattress in the back of the yeah, car. It's savior. Mm-hmm. The kids, are, mm-hmm. you know, the kids are sleeping in the back. The parents sleep in the front. It's like they didn't have the car; they'd right. be in worse shape. So your your car is like yeah. a lifeline. Well, mm-hmm. you know what you should do? You should go to you should go to Ford because they had a verdict that hit them on Friday, right? A, a, a verdict that fucked them. So wow. you, you could go to them. them again if they say yes or no. You could go back to them and say. Hey, here's some good PR for y'all. Mm. Because what happened is they, from 1999 to 2016, all of their super duty <coughs> pickup trucks, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. the, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, anything, Ford F-150. Yeah, Ford, two, Ford. Two, 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 Ford 250, all this stuff. Yeah. The stuff that's called super duty, right? They knew there was a defect in the roof that if it rolled over, oh, then, God. The, oh, wow. then the thing would, would collapse and wow. it would kill oh. people and they just the bottom is just well okay yeah and yeah. they just wow. had a verdict where they got 42 million dollars in compensatory damages 1.8 billion in punitive damages what? because wow. they knew this was a problem back in 2002 and kept going for another 14 years yeah wow okay. so yeah, yeah. So, i hear you i hear you you know i mean it's good advice um the other thing i found with just putting myself out there, putting the product out there. You know, we built the Instagram account for the project and someone found it, right? And it's someone that knew me from Black Lightning. He showed up, he was a director. He showed up to shadow on my episode, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And he was like, he called me on the phone. He's like, this is a great project. What's going on with it? Mm -hmm. I wanna be a part of it. I wanna help, da da da. So you never know who you're gonna reach. I've already reached out to Panavision. They were like, we love this project. You know, just tell us when, you know, we're going to try and help support you with additional camera because I want Get the G series lenses. Get the G series. (laughs) (laughs) Get what what you can get and make it work. That's for the C, E, or G. That's all I'm saying. Well, (laughs) you know, we're going to have to match two different cameras. Depends on what my DP has. or I'm sorry, not two different cameras. Lenses. Lenses lenses from the DP Mm -hmm. and lenses from Panavision. So we're going to have to try and figure out how it's going to match. Okay, but... If you could, I mean, but but people who don't know, Panavision will bend over backwards to give you shit if you ask them with the right lead time and, yes, with, the, and, with, the right, and with the right proposal, right? Yes. Now, here's the thing. Because you're shooting in the hatchback, you might not need anamorphics. So, and and everyone wants the, pan, the anamorphics, like the G-series, E-series, series of anamorphics. You could go get the sphericals and get a full set. Like twelve lenses, mm-hmm. because 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 those are in less demand, mm. you know. Mm. So and it's just gonna it's gonna be well, that great panoramic okay, so glass. Okay, so I don't 
you know, everything you said is very technical to me. Here's, <laughs> here's, here's, here's the conversation I'm having with the DP. The car needs to feel like a fucking pressure cooker for the family. So whatever lenses will get me that look of mm-hmm. it's tight in there. Tightness. I fucking yeah. can't stand it. Give me the fuck out of this car. The, I'm going yeah. to be in your ass. Yeah, good, that yeah. is what I'm, because okay. the family blows up in the See, movie. Okay. We have a blow up. So I hate, this is hype, but I'm telling you, what would be dope? It's just a suggestion. Throw it away if you mm-hmm. want. If you shot this like at four by three, you know, like you know, like the old films, and then open mm-hmm. it up. No, after, no uh, yeah, open it up oh, afterwards. But yeah. if you, but if but but if you shoot it square like that, it'll add that fucking tightness. Tightness. Mm-hmm. You go back and look at some of those. Good films, idea. So it's not know, as wide. It's, it's not much as wide. More, okay. It's really, really well. Tight. And there's a moment where we could go to. Yeah, by did, nine. You, did you pull it out wider? Yeah, yeah. But like, there's a movie because there's a no, there's a show. Home, home, home. homecoming, homecoming, season one of homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Did the open, whole yeah. fucking like yeah. until yeah, until she realizes yeah. what the fuck was going on, then it they expands. It yeah. I thought oh, okay. it was brilliant. But, yeah. this, but the thing is, is that um, there's a movie. There's a movie. Fuck, fuck, fuck. It's a movie <clears> with <throat> um, Montgomery Clift, and he's in Germany after the war. Uh, fuck, uh, I'm, I'm gonna look it up. But it's like, but mm-hmm. it, but it's just one of the, it's, you know, it's an old film, square format, and they deal with a lot of that kind of like the claustrophobia mm-hmm. of what it is, mm-hmm. and it's like that claustrophobia will work so much cooler. From what you're telling me, what you want to do, and mm-hmm. and and also, and therefore, you, therefore, you go get the the, the like. The Panavision Sphericals, cut it down in the like like with the uh, uh, the viewfinder box, and there's you shoot like that, and then open it up when you're shooting those scenes that you wanted to be wider. You just know, block everyone yeah, within block, the square, block, block yes. within the square, yes. yeah. and you know, and shoot it on like 36 to 18, like 18 to 30. So it's all fucking tight, and you're like, mm-hmm. God damn, mm-hmm. motherfuckers, get the fuck away from me, get this thing out, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all that, yeah. you know, that's yeah. yeah. But okay. again, that is a because like everybody. Like DPs and shit like that, they know Panavision films when they see them because the because the coating on it, it just looks different. It's just a little different. It's it's, it's, it's a lower contrast. Every so it looks it looks creamier. Like all the skin look creamy, everything like that. You could get this the sphericals easier because no one wants those right now. Because mm-hmm. everyone's like, I want the anamorphic, anamorphic, mm-hmm. and then they cut it down anyway because it's gonna be sixteen by nine. So what the yeah. fuck are you doing doing mm-hmm. that? But anyway, mm-hmm. that would be my suggestion. Anyway, yeah, great. Well, we're really excited for you. you Thank know, you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, been a big learning curve. I huge. mean, it's, and I think I'm gonna it's going to help you know, me like in, the lo- in the long run. Um, tap into what you did because I'm trying to do something immediately. I can't recommend supportourstory.com enough yeah, that's great. for. They're definitely being the show for, notes it's, for sure. It, for crowdfunding. I can't because mm-hmm. I was like, I have no idea how to do this. And the videos are coming. Every, like once a day you get a video which is manageable and they're short, like mm-hmm. a minute long. And it's like, here's what you, and, and you can either do the suggestions mm-hmm. or not do the suggestions. There's some I didn't do. You know, mm-hmm. I, was, mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck, I'm not doing a, you know, like they were like make a funny video on Facebook I was like no we're not gonna do me dancing on Facebook we're not gonna do that okay this is Um, a serious subject yeah and also I mean the thing I didn't talk about with the film is in terms of the mom goes on a very specific journey that's unique to black women in terms of you feel like you're failing Mm. your kids are in a car you're having to feed them dollar store menu food that's not healthy for them. you can't right. cook them meals mm-hmm. you feel like such a you you know the world tells you you ain't shit and now you're in this car and your kids are eating mm-hmm. and you're trying to you're bumming wi-fi because they're in the zoom school this is like early june of 2020 where they're mm-hmm. still in the zoom school you're bumming wi-fi off a chicken shack right. and they're eating you know dollar dollar hamburgers and fries you feel like a failure and there's a journey and Oh, so much weight on her shoulders. So much weight on her shoulders for all this. And then by the end, we get to the film. Into the film, 
an elder kind of pulls her aside and is like, you're doing okay. Just like that simple, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, acknowledgement yeah. of like, bad yeah. times happen, yeah. you're doing okay, and you, then you see the weight of everything come, finally fall off her shoulders. And well, it's that's like, great because you think about it, it's like your family didn't get destroyed. No. So you saved your family. Right, right, right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so it's powerful. It's it's mm-hmm. again black working. Great class. role for Mama too, you know. Yeah, and we're mm-hmm. also working on the elder. We're working on that part too. Um, you know, how old is she supposed to be? Seventy, ish. Hmm. Yeah. So okay, but you know, again, I don't fuck with people's time, mm-hmm. especially bothering actors, until I've got you know money. Right. You know what I mean? Let but me know when you're. Here's the other thing know. you guys need to learn. Let me tell you, if you're doing a short film and you want to do the SAG low budget oh, agreement, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lord yeah. guys, yeah. start now. It do takes it now. weeks yep. back and forth with SAG to get that um and they authorization. Tell you, authorization the yeah, and, and they tell you you gotta have your actors. No you don't. You don't have to have you don't them. have to have your you actors. Have have you just them. need to be, I mean for me to even cast on the breakdown services, which is like the big casting platform, mm-hmm. we have to get that mm-hmm. SAG yeah. Uh, authorization or whatever it is. Yeah. So it's my, you know, my production company, you know, yep. you know, my incorporation documents, how to send them over to, I mean, it's a whole back and forth. So mm-hmm. start early because mm-hmm. it takes weeks. Yep. So. Well, but also, again, if they tell you, I mean, look, you know what? The cast that they want, if they, hey, we need cast, you can tell them people. People change. It's going to change. Yeah. It's yeah. going to change. Yeah. Just, you know, <clears throat> I mean, they, they want to know if you're serious yeah. and you can be serious. It could change. I've, ha- I've had writers who were shooting things going, hey, you're still in SAG, right? Do you mind if I use your name just mm. to hold it mm. that you're going to be in my movie? Because they didn't have any other actors mm. who were SAG yet. Wow. You know, like wow. Rich, Rich just did it for his project. He just put my name in there as whatever, you know, and, and as, a, as a holder until he got the person he wanted to do it. And I'm, just so he can get the paperwork done, you mm-hmm. know, so you could do that too. Mm-hmm. Just so mm-hmm. you know. Um, use your name? If you need to. Mm. They still think a brother. I still keep my SAG card and mm-hmm. my SAG after, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. My little three hundred dollars a year in residuals and shit. I, actually, I, don't even, <laughs> I don't even think I make that anymore. Probably like one fifty two, maybe. <laughs> Luckily, um, or hey, what you been working on besides the the? You said you in development and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that's been taking up like <clears throat> the entirety of my time. Like just you know, this is like uh, the, everything's in different stages. A couple of things are. Um, have you guys been out to pitch anything yet? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, like the CBS thing, like I went out on a series of pitches before I landed there. Okay. So, and now, you know, I'm getting studio notes on the pitch before it goes out to networks. And uh, actually that is a co-production with uh, Wilmer Valderrama's company. So there was a couple months of notes with them. So mm-hmm. it's very time consuming. Right. Um, all really, like, it's funny. I, I'm, I'm knocking on wood right now because like everyone's like always extols the fucking like the horrors of development you know Mm -hmm. like this the whole process and it's been so amazing Mm. my i just been really lucky um caitlin salzman is uh wilmer's production uh development person okay and she's i love wilmer he's such a good dude yeah they're Mm -hmm. just great and she's amazing and uh like like i was like you know, everyone tells you that the development process is just like a horror show, right? A shit show. And um, I have to work with all the writers. Yeah. So I understand. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but like, so I was bracing for the worst. Mm-hmm. And, but she, Caitlin's been amazing. She's just like, if you ever get a chance to do any development with Wilmer's company, ask for Caitlin because she's just really fantastic and really supportive. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, everything she's really smart so everything she gave me elevated everything and she was a good listener and, mm-hmm. and, and if ever I had a moment I'm like well you know this thing kind of breaks this this and that I, I'm not sure about this one can we kind of like work a, a different angle on yeah. it she was open to that you know and I bought all my pushbacks my little two or three pushbacks with a thousand yeses mostly yeah, for sure but it was all it was all good and also I'm also part of with Al mm-hmm. Madrigal who has his He's the one who has the overall deal at CBS. So, okay. so it's Al's company and it's Wilmer's company, and it's actually been a really phenomenal experience. Like the opposite of everyone, what everyone <laughs> says about development. Okay, so there's yeah. two things I want to say, and I just want to ask yeah. you about that because it's like a, you know, you. Do, I mean, excuse, look, excuse the ghetto bird. We got a parade outside yeah, what, or something. Well, some I, they're after somebody. LAPD's after yeah. somebody. A helicopter is circling. Yeah, yeah. Someone's. Yeah. There's someone fucking up. Someone got probably got, <laughs> someone probably got stabbed. Um, but so yeah. the, the, so look, here's the thing that you mentioned. Is you mentioned that the executive Caitlin is really sharp, really smart. Yeah. Those people make it a delight. Yes. It's that when that's not the case, and it's not the case yeah. with a lot of people. Like, like the thing you'll find is or that one will find not just you but is that a lot of times the executives they're insecure about the material and they like it and they're like yeah. I got problems and I, I mean whatever it is it's like sometimes sometimes they have to justify what's going on with their own job to tell mm-hmm. you stuff that mm-hmm. people don't like mm-hmm. they don't understand how stories constructed so they don't get how like you said like hey, the story IQ of a lot of the development executives unfortunately is, is, really, is low. really low so, yeah. Yeah, yeah so I've been super lucky I just been really super lucky with the folks that I've because the thing with. is is that yeah. it doesn't have to be high mm-hmm. to rise up mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they just, I mean you have, you have to be like a yes person mm-hmm. to, to, the, to the people and you have to say no to the to almost everything mm-hmm. you know um, because I'll just give you an example like right about how fucked up it can be right so my buddy's doing a movie that he was brought in to to pitch this thing. He pitched it the at the production company. She didn't. The woman didn't really like his his attitude. Hmm. You know. It, it, I'm sorry. So it's it's the development person not liking the writer's attitude. Yeah. Okay. And the writers and the writers' attitude. Nicest guy in the world. Nicest guy in the world. The the thing she, the thing that she didn't like about him was he didn't fight her enough early on. Like oh, that's l- interesting. L- like he wasn't combative enough with her. That's or, interesting. So he went. It may, I wonder if so. She he felt so like, she did. That person didn't respect the writer. Yes, because she, they weren't it, holding their ground. But but no, oh, they wanted they wanted more of a tussle or a tussle did, of story. Yeah, like, well, did, how did, much did, do, you, do you obviously don't care enough because you're not fighting that's, that's where a I was toxic going. relationship that's yeah, where it's I was like going. oh he's my husband isn't beating me so he doesn't yeah. love me enough exactly right. my god exactly yeah. so 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 that's so, crazy so what happened is <laughs> you know he still was able to get them to like what they did they pitched it to a big star mm-hmm. it's property so it's like video game that the prop that the they fucking lo- the star loves this thing right and he's telling me that the star loves it. The production company does not want him on the project because the star loves him and loves his take. And they keep Ooh. and they keep bringing new writers in, mm-hmm. you know. To mm-hmm. and they're like, "But we love dude's take." Mm. And they're like, "Eh, let's," you know. And it's like the, it's this mm-hmm. toxic shit mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the executive is not the, like the, like there's you know because he's not playing her yeah. he's not playing her game. Well, let me, let me just let me pivot to something yeah, else. Yeah, 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 we're yeah, talking yeah. about executives, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. 
I have noticed, mm-hmm. which I keep forgetting, I am one now. Right, <laughs> yeah, we have one in the room right, right, right now. Right. Well, here's, here's the thing. I'll, I'll say it, but <laughs> it, let, 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 I'm gonna just I'm gonna say something that yeah. probably people have a problem keep with. Keep it real. Keep care. it real. So Los Angeles is a Latino city. Mm-hmm. Period. Fifty percent. Full stop. Full stop. Fifty percent Latino. And yet, when I've been in I've been in this business ten years. I think I've met with one Latinx executive yeah, yeah. anywhere. Yeah. I'm talking about production companies, studios, networks, yeah. anywhere. So what I'm seeing is we are importing white people here to LA mm-hmm. to take over the pri- the primary business in this town, which is film and TV. Mm-hmm. P- you know, We're importing white people in here, sometimes even from the fucking UK, mm-hmm. coming yeah. in here to work in all these jobs, network, studio, production companies, mm-hmm. e- everywhere, mm-hmm. writer's rooms, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking around and I'm like, where are the Latinos who live here in yeah. Los Angeles? How are they not able to get into that's the a, business? That's a great point. And I'm they should be, I, for, in my mind, yeah. they should be running the business because yeah. 50% of the population is all, of LA is Latino. I'm, I'm, I, will, I will say this though. Yeah. Yeah. Every single project we have, there's at least two on every project. You're talking about your your at our company. Your, your yes. well, is, that's by your design, by your company's it, it, probably, design. Probably, I yeah. don't know. Because when you yeah. look at the diversity yeah. report that that our man whose name we can't yeah. always Darnell Darnell no Daryl Ronald Ron Daryl Darn the Which guy UCLA who the you guy know his name. who puts the diversity report oh, okay, out yeah. every year. Okay. I don't know his name. Um, he, I know you're talking it, about, but I don't know his name. Yeah. Latinos yeah. are always lagging behind in yeah. terms of the the number of in writers rooms and, and features, et cetera. The numbers yeah. are always. And I'm like, I was like, how is this? Because yeah. they're in a city where USC is, where UCLA yeah. is. Right. Well, uh, just based on the uh, so there's lots of reports. There's USC, there's UCLA, there's McKinsey, uh, the WJ does their own, mm-hmm. and you know the recent one that came out, it's like Daryl Hunt, Daryl Hunt, yeah. that guy's right. name, yeah, or Darnell, one of them, yeah, yeah. Darryl, Darnell Hunt. <laughs> I think I think I think the 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 uh, lack of repres- of uh, of of people of color and underrepresented groups in the development chain is a problem for all of the mm-hmm. underrepresented groups, not just Latinos. Mm-hmm. I think it's definitely a problem with Latinos because uh, you know we're eight like something like eighteen percent of the population, and in television we're hired in writers' room somewhere around the numbers something like four percent. Right. Yep. So we're way below. We're, yep. we're performing way below the national average. But that's true of all the underrepresented groups. Yep. The only group that does the performance better <laughs> is is single white cis men. You know, or not yeah. single, or but like, white females. Yeah, or just white people in general. And mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to be mm-hmm. play mm-hmm. the racist card. Mm-hmm. They over index. Yeah, they over index. Yeah. It's just a, it's just a data fact. Yeah, and so these are receipts. Yeah, we have receipts. <laughs> yes. we have the receipts. And it, you're right. That's a great point about executives. I think that is the great bottleneck yes. for all of us because we don't have enough people on the other side of that desk with the green lighting power. Now we now we have Hillier. Hillier's going to green light all our projects. <laughs> but we have Hillier now, but before Hillier like I'm joking, you know, you're okay. not going to green light everybody, but but like just me. Yeah, <laughs> just the people in this room. Anyway, uh, we, that's the problem we having is like we don't have enough people who understand our stories, who understand the value of our stories, who understand how they should be told and why they're important on the other side of the desk to say And also yes. the 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 cultural nuance yeah, exactly, right is exactly. lacking because yes. they're going to push back on something like why would why would they yeah. do that why would they? it's like no yeah. this is our culture how do you, how do you know he's mexican maybe he should be eating a burrito or something oh my god do stupid notes like that <laughs> we get we get those notes so, so, i'm so, sure so, so but see I, I think you make an interesting is a really interesting point you're making about the population mm-hmm. because the hardest thing in about if you're from and this is whatever it's the hardest thing about los angeles if you move here and you don't work in the businesses, 
how hard is it to have a job and then that will pay you to be able to stay here and it's expensive. you know it's Super. really expensive and and those and those entry level jobs are like not paying you shit mm-hmm. now the thing is is that if you're latino and you're from LA you could stay at home so and, and there's a stronger safety net for you you know so I think, but perhaps not. To get, I, I, look, I'm not really sure. I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just. Yeah, saying I, I'm. I don't know. It's I, baffling. It's, I mean, look. I, look. I, I think that the the I hear what you're saying, but I think there's a there's a cultural uh, there's a cultural uh, issue for all BIPOC people about taking a chance on a, a film career. Yes, your family sure. isn't yes. going to be. A, we want a doctor. We want a lawyer. We want something stable. That's a, get a, all those you, words. You get a, is what I heard growing up. You get a degree. Yeah. You get a good job. You stay there yeah. until you yeah. die. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. So even yeah. if you live in LA and you're Mexican, it's fifty percent Latino because it's it's a big Mexican mm-hmm. population. Right, so right. even if you're Latino and you're Mexican and you in like you're still fighting against the cultural like barrier yeah. of your parents telling you that's not a really safe. That's career. not a real job. That's not a real job. Writer, yeah. what's that mean? You know, like yeah. well, not even a writer to you me, know? or even just anything See, to me. I was telling someone the other day about being executive. It's an interesting job because you're getting paid to read a and lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to watch TV. Yeah. If, you, if, if, if you said to someone, I'm going to give you a, a six-figure salary, oh, what do I do? You just read you just read, you just read, read, and watch TV. What? What? What's the catch? There's a catch. It can't be real. There's, there's something yeah. wrong. Mm-hmm. There's some, and and that, that feeds into what you're yeah. saying about yeah. that ain't a real job. You yeah. That's not a job you can try that's to get. That's a lot my, more my, than my that. My dad was... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But, I, mean, lot lot, I know it's a lot more than that. But, but, yeah. but, but the majority of your job is reading. I read a ton. The, the ton. I read a ton before, but... It's more now. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. You do that. You, gotta sure. meet, you have to meet with writers. You got to give notices. I mean, there's this, it's not like I'm out having to go to court. Right. Present people and meet convicts right. and all the yeah, and, and and it's also a lot of lunches. Yeah. You know, I'm uh-huh. I'm over at UTA. I'm over uh-huh. at William Morris or whatever. And I'm just like having lunches and stuff with these mm-hmm. people because they got to mm-hmm. keep the relationships going with mm-hmm. these people. So it's a it's a funny. But it's interesting. I've met with. There's two. Two Latinx women that I've met, mm-hmm. and. <coughs> Ever. Writers or executives? No, I mean, <laughs> are these executives? Executive suites. Okay. Executive suites. Oh, right. okay. Right. Where? Where right. are they? Um, Tell us. It's been a long time. This one okay. woman, she's up. Yeah. This one woman, she was working at Showtime, and this is around the time right before Homeland came out. Okay. And then she left to go work with this guy named uh, Montezuma or Montezuma. I, I, I don't know. It was some. So, so mm-hmm. it, it, it was. It was some. Some big. Mexican, like uh, he was, he was, he was a, he owned a, he was, he had a media empire in Mexico. He was opening it up here, opening up theaters, like like some of the theaters in 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 the in the in San Bernardino stuff like that. His company owns. Okay. And he was opening up like a like a like a Magic Johnson type of thing. Yeah, like Magic Johnson. And he's opening up because he's he does that big in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And he's opening up like a production arm to create his own content. Okay. And she left Showtime to do that. Then that folded, but or, or didn't go to folded. But but that was like ten years ago, and then since then I don't think I've met another Latino. So executive. yeah, it's very yeah. rare. Yeah, 
I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. you're president of the Latino Writers Committee. Vice at the chair. Yeah, vice, vice chair. chair. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys having these kinds of conversations? Oh, yeah. All the time. I mean, all the yeah. time. All the time. Like, what, what, are you, what are you guys throwing out there? Is like, how, how do we move forward? Yeah. What do we do? Yeah. There's, we're, we're having conversations all the time uh, within our membership, but also with external uh, You guys did a letter, too. What's that? You guys have a, put a letter out, too, didn't you? We we did not. You were be, talking about it. That's what we, it was, we yeah. were gonna do it, and then um, but the letters no one gave a shit about. Let's be honest. Like uh, let's be honest. They were really well written and well spoken, and, and it really said some really shit. important things. But I don't know if, if anything concrete has come not, right from no. from them. No, um, I think they the put work, us on a map for like ten seconds. Yeah, I think it. the work is being done just like behind the scenes all the time. Yeah. Like we're having conversations with all organizations all the time. Like actually, Wilmer's. Uh, one of Wilmer's partners in his company also runs a thing called the, um, I hope I get this correct, it's something like the Alliance for Latin, Latinx Executives. Right. Mm. And it's, or, it's an organization of about, uh, believe it or not, there are about 100 people part of this organization um, who basically are all Latinos and they're in different areas of... Um, the uh, executive pipeline is another organization called the Latino Tracking Board who are, mm-hmm. used to be all assistants and a lot of those people are rising now to actual right. positions. <laughs> I think th- that's that's some really great work being done because there's no lack of BIPOC and other underrepresented groups in terms of talent. There's right. a bunch of, for sure. there's four people right here. Like there's hundreds, thousands of us, like writers, creatives, director, d- directors, who have content, who want to make stuff, but there's a bottleneck mm-hmm. at the at the green lighting stage, yep. and 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 because they have their chosen ones. Yeah, you're the chosen black. Yeah, you're the yeah. chosen Latino. You're yeah. the chosen Asian. Yeah, and these are the, you're gonna do the project. So for me, it's not necessarily about uh, the talent pool for mm-hmm. creatives. It's the talent pool for executives. executives yeah. and, 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 and probably agents and managers too. Yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I, they, they go. I, I you lump, lump them in the executive group. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to say, like, if you're considering a, a, a career and you're a BIPOC person or a, a, some other underrepresented group uh, and you think that that can't be a real career you should you should rethink that because it can't be totally a real agree. career and we really need more people and put it this way because look at what's happening on HBO Max right Coming what from, happened there yeah like uh, bat, what happened to no, all of our content girl. no hang on we could talk bat about girl. the Batgirl of it yeah. all I, yeah. have y'all and the Gordita Chronicles of it all yeah. but yeah. but just know this and just piggybacking off yeah. we'll, we'll yeah. get into that yeah. but just piggybacking off what you're talking about Jorge yeah. you gotta remember that being an executive can do several different um, what, what's I call it jump starts for yourself yeah you know yeah. you can run a studio yeah. from having been an agent or an yeah. executive or whatever mm-hmm. you can um, get an overall deal as a producer because now you got mm-hmm. all these producer credits which is the track I'm on yeah you know what I'm saying there's so many yeah. other routes well, but, I mean but but I mean but you can be a writer I mean like, I mean, like, and you can write I mean like I mean the guy a lot who, of people have jumped back and forth yeah. Like, yeah. like look case in point and yeah. any other way around you know what I'm saying yeah. like people jump back and forth between those roles like the, they build a career in one you, thing you, and then you meet people you know? I mean Right now, the guy that I'm like developing some TV shows with, he had been an executive at Fox Movies there for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, and then, but now he's writing. He's been writing for the last 15 years, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like, but but you go and you meet everybody, and everybody meets you. Mm-hmm. And they don't think that you're an idiot or a fool. I mean, if yeah. you're smart, you go, oh, you demonstrate that you're that you have value. Oh, and you go, oh, oh, you wrote something? Yeah, yeah. What is it? And then there might be like a slight jaundiced eye at first because they're like, Ooh. motherfucker, you left ranks. Mm-hmm. But then you turn to see people like, well, okay. Well, you know, and they know you, and they and they know you're not an asshole if yeah. you're not an asshole, right. and because some a lot of people are, and you, it just, I mean, look, the whole business is relationships. It's so 
unbelievable how much yes. it my, is. My Rolodex is ridiculous right now. Mm-hmm. In 15 weeks. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's crazy. You just meet pe- I, mean, look, crazy. I, mean, I mean, I mean, so... so, so j- but, just, I mean... There's a difference between a Rolodex and relationships, though. Well, but, yeah, oh, true. like but, I just said, I'm going to lunch. Yeah, I'm meeting. Yeah, they true. call me. Yeah, but, you but know? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. On Thursday, I mm-hmm. went to that thing at the. Oh, right, right, right. The thing at the at like I went to the, the Black the, Museum. The, 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 oh yeah, the, 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 the Black Academy. Academy. The Academy. Yeah, I saw yeah, your pictures yeah, on Instagram. I went to that, and I read, and I'm getting, I'm getting there. Like, get they had the best macaroni and cheese with crab <laughs> with crab i was like oh, can't eat it what is this <laughs> it was so good but but i'm there getting the thing mm-hmm. and as a guy I look over and I'm, I'm like and he gives me a look and I'm, i was like do i know you and he was, he was like do i know you i was like, what's your, <laughs> you know and i said and i said what's your name and he told me i said I, I i don't know i said i said where are you from he told me he's like he's i'm from cincinnati so i'm from cleveland Mm. I was just talking. I was, and he's like, "Oh, my mom's from Cleveland." I was like, oh, "I know." But Gunfall. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he, I was like, "So where do you work?" He was like, "I work at Macro." Mm. He's like, "Oh, so you, oh, so you work with Poppy?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Oh, I was like, how do you know Poppy?" I was like, "Oh, a long time ago." He's like, "Okay, we start talking and talking." And next thing you know, we I, I mentioned, "Oh, this is a party you guys are doing. I'm gonna I wanna meet you guys." He goes, "Oh, we're just meeting people on that." Okay. And, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Send me something tomorrow." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see. I told him it was very close to my dad's life, mm-hmm. different part of my dad's life than the coffee thing, but very part of my dad's <laughs> life. And I said, "Oh my God, this is blah, blah, blah. like I was like I know this more than almost anybody you." know because who do you know who's a writer mm-hmm. whose dad is similar to this big businessman that you know from right. the 80s he's like oh shit I'm gonna read something but it was like but I made that contact with him about our, our parents and about his mom and everything like that it wasn't like and then we segued in right. but you just but you but and then you meet people you know you just the relationships you gotta meet them you know like about my buddy's got a show at fucking Disney Plus right now mm-hmm. he's a creator of the showrunner he's meeting with people he he called me and said hey there's a guy who's on Picard do you know him I was like yes you love him great writer mm-hmm. great guy in the room and he's like alright well I'll meet with him and I got his script and I, I think it was good but I'm having a lot of time trouble with people I was like you meet, meet him you love him yeah. and then they had this like that's, they must have, you have to, just, that's the thing too you gotta just that's that's one of the advantages I'm sure Jorge can explain this and you know this from being a former co-chair at the black committee that's one of the advantages we get is mm-hmm. when they are looking for that one or two mm-hmm. you know latinx or black mm-hmm. writer they do reach out to us and send us an email going hey looking for a black writer who's good at sci-fi or you know a mm-hmm. black female who's le- who's queer who's queer whatever went to harvard <clears throat> and has <throat> six toes on the left we, foot yeah we get those I, I get those we very definitely specific, get very specific. Very specific. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah for yeah. sure yeah well yeah because you know i remember they were um so it won't be named, uh, but they. Um, but I was trying to get on it, mm-hmm. and um, and my guys came back and said they're only looking at um, Pacific Islanders right now. Mm. You know, it's all we look at. So if there's a spot after that, then you can be and running. I was like, wow, mm. all right, it's cool. Pacific. It's I want to get back. To the, I want to get back to the HBO Max. Yes, Batgirl. please. Can we talk about Batgirl? Can we talk about Batgirl? Because yeah, yeah. I was I was appalled. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, Re- recap it for people who just don't. Yeah. Well, you, I, I, HBO Max did some big changes over the last couple of years. They were bought by seventy six million, right? And I was like, I was like really skeptical. I was like, oh man, this is gonna uh, this be a disaster. But they actually did a really good platform. I mean, people were actually really liking it. And there's some really great content on there. Mm-hmm. All the DC stuff was on there. Like the HBO itself as a brand made, retained its sort of value there. They did some really wonderful things. It's great. Their older content, their library. Is yeah, the, the library was just incredible. Personally, I watch it all the time. 
And then they fucked okay, up. Okay, but let Jorge, just, let, Jorge, let, Jorge, <laughs> let Jorge. My my, my my personal POV, and I, a lot of people I heard that like, were really loving the platform. And then uh, Zasloff recently took over as uh, CEO and is basically coming through there with a wrecking ball and really kind of like uh, do, making some really <coughs> like uh, hard to understand choices um, with the content, like, you know, a particular movie that they spent up to $90 million to make and it was already in the can and it was in post that never seen the light of day because it didn't fit the new brand of wherever DC needs Crazy. to go except for another movie that will sh- remain unnamed which is <laughs> spearheaded <laughs> by, by, by a psychopath. <laughs> it's still going to come get out. A, 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 white, a white psychopath. Yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah. No, yeah. Let's be clear. Yeah. The yeah. movies because we're yeah. talking about, about the Flash and Batgirl. Yeah. But anyway, but the other interesting thing is that, the, and, and you know, the other interesting thing I read about the whole regime change is that uh, a whole new level, a whole new group of board of directors have been appointed, a bunch of C-level executives have been appointed, and they're mostly all white men. Yep. No, really? Yep. Yeah. So they do that? Yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> th- so this is why I think that they fucked up. They <clears> fucked <throat> up when AT&T bought them. And they're gonna keep fucking up at Warner Brothers. I think that Warner Brothers won't exist in five years. Well, it's it's not it's not it doesn't exist now. I don't think that, that it's that, it's Warner Media Discovery yeah, or whatever. Warner Media. Yeah, 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 but, but, and yeah, the but, Discovery but, side is yeah, saying we're we're the show now. Yeah, we're, we're taking yeah, over. We're the we, show. But I, yeah. I used to work for Discovery. But see, but here's the thing. I knew so many people who worked at Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and at DC prior to the that they got bought by AT and T. You guys remember in the summer of 2020. They slashed and burned. So what I'm saying is they're fucking up is they got rid of almost all the people who have, who have institutional knowledge of mm. the studio, of the... The, the culture. The, that happened with at and That's why I was surprised how good the platform turned out. Right. I was also right. skeptical. Well, no, but the, it, yeah. the pla- the, so HBO Max turned out well because yeah. that was because the, they brought in guys who knew how to design for the internet mm-hmm. and they were like, well, we'll just take well, also, our Also, I mean, they, we'll did some, they did some original documentaries like you and I were just talking mm-hmm. about yeah. Class Action Park. Right, right, yeah, right, there was the yeah. Beanie Baby documentary. All you know, but but that's really from the the HBO side, which was kind of left untouched, and they mm-hmm. had a great documentary team anyway. But the, right. but, but they were just pu- they, but they were pushing it right push, on the push, HBO Max, pushing it right on HBO Max, and putting <laughs> HBO Max <laughs> in because you can kind of tell what's the HBO thing versus right. the HBO yeah. Max yeah. original. Right. They make that very yeah, clear, clear. Right. Very even very on right. that platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they to me it seemed like they were greenlining things that from as a as a woman I was like oh they're kind of targeting me yeah. more than some of that older HBO shit mm-hmm. like I don't watch Sopranos yeah. you know I don't mind it like um, Boardwalk Empire you can keep all that you know I'm <laughs> not interested in it. but you talking to me about some Beanie Babies or, or some mm-hmm. of these other documentaries mm-hmm. or things they were putting on it I was like okay mm-hmm. you got my attention mm-hmm. um, and the Sex and the City yeah. reboot I was like yeah. I didn't even watch the first Sex and the City did I there watch was something for everybody on that it, 100% oh, yeah, sure. and yeah. I'm like but now they're fucking up I mean, but it, for me I'm sitting here I'm like okay you made Batgirl and you're not even gonna put it on HBO Max. That costs you nothing. Nothing. That costs you Why? nothing. You don't even have the marketing. Just yeah. throw it up on the platform. Yeah. Well, because, that costs you well, nothing. Because but you put Wonder Woman 1984, which was an abomination. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. put that on yeah, there. Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah. 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 I can't even speak on that movie. <clears throat> I can't even speak at moment. <laughs> it's so surprising after the first one was so good. And no, it's just, it, no, it's not. You didn't no. like the first one? The first one was good, but it's not surprising. But I'll get it. But, th- but that's. Uh, but, but, What's, what, how do you explain but that? But that's an offline conversation. 
Um, well, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is same if, director, all, same all team. I'm gonna, all I'm gonna say no, is it wasn't the same team. No, it wasn't. Okay. All, all I'm gonna say is if if I'm doing a movie that's set in 1984, the one thing it's gonna have is a kick-ass soundtrack mm-hmm. featuring some 80s rock chicks mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. That's that's a minimum. And mm-hmm. you can't even do that. I'm like, yeah. what are you? What are we doing out here? Yep. <laughs> the Bangles, the Go Go's, hundred yeah. percent. Joan Jett, all, all of Jet. Just, I yeah. mean, yeah. it's so yeah. much to pick. The Go Go's, all this stuff, yeah. all that. I'm like, yeah. but my thing is, so they're not, so so they're not gonna screen Batgirl because they can't write it off. So they want to write it off, isn't isn't that the point? Well, they're well, trying to write well, it off. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. If they screen it at all, if anybody right, sees if they screen it, it they can't they write can't it off. Write it off completely. Yeah. And the <sighs> thing is, if they do a complete write off, I think they can get I, their I think, money back. I think it's more. Uh, they'll get more than the value of what it, the ninety million. I get that logic. I get the logic. I understand that. I understand that from a business point of view. Yeah. If it's I a better was, move. but from a brand point wait, of view, wait, wait, it's a terrible point. If I was decision. making cars, mm-hmm. or if I was making, you know, like like razors, mm-hmm. then I would do that. I'd pull some shit because yeah. it wasn't cool. But if you, but the thing is, is that you're not making that. What you're doing is now. I don't know anybody in town who would go to Warner Brothers, pitch them a project. With Zazov at the at the top, because it's like motherfucker, you could pull my shit at any time. Well, it's also a just, big, it's and, a big yeah. fuck you to the Latinx yeah. community. Yeah. It's huge. All, yeah. all these all these yeah. young girls who yeah. could have had a, a yeah. Latina yeah. back girl, yeah. and you you're sitting here like, ah, fuck off. Well, it pulls the plug on all the shit they were gonna do with that. Like it, that, that plugs into like the Supergirl appearance right. or another Latinx actress that yep. plugs into all the Mike Michael Keaton appearances are all right because he already shot his it pulls, it pulls the because pl- yeah. like it the Batgirl thing kind of like started it, starts yeah. all this other stuff with all the other things that we're going to do so that fucks all that up now you know? now to me the, the claim there's a there's some people I know who worked at uh, post at Warner's like well the, like the, you know they, the excuse was well, the movie wasn't that good. Motherfucker, DC ain't put out no again, good movies. Yeah. Again, that's Wonder not Woman, I, I go back yeah. to Wonder Woman. That's not a, yeah, yeah. You held that. You were like, yeah. you know, oh, we're not going to put it in theaters. We're just going to put it on the HBO Max. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, it was terrible. It was so mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. I can't see a film by that person ever again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they already got another $100 million movie. I know they do. But, <laughs> but yeah, but guess exactly. what? I won't be seeing it. Right. <laughs> I'll be seeing none of your work. And I know, yeah. here's the thing about Batgirl. I know it's been... The television version of mm-hmm. it has been problematic, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you had Ruby Rose that was back. Oh, that's Batwoman. That's Batwoman. Slightly different. Okay, uh, uh, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, people are gonna mix the two yeah, as I'm mm-hmm. already doing. Yeah. You're mm-hmm. gonna mix the mm-hmm. two together. Like, yep. what's the difference between Batgirl and Batwoman? Isn't the yep. same mm-hmm. thing? So, Batwoman has been on, mm-hmm. you know, a couple seasons with, mm-hmm. you know, first we had the white girl, then we got the black girl in the Batwoman suit on CW, mm-hmm. and then yeah. the mm-hmm. the Batgirl movie was like, you know, I was also thinking, well, how does this fit? How yeah. does this fit? Mm-hmm. But I just don't see how you make a DC property. Marvel would never do this shit. You know, never. No. They would never. No. They're three. They're five years ahead. Yeah. They would never they make a movie. They, they would never do they this and say, together. "Okay, we're not. Yeah. We're just no, not no, gonna." See, no, no. To get all the way to fucking post production, mm-hmm. I'm like, there was there was so many times along the way where you could have like you could have you know, pulled it, pulled the yeah. ejection yeah. handles, yeah. and said, "We're out of here." Yeah. Here's yeah. the mistake, right? The thing that they didn't do is, but this 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 is where. They always say, people always say, well, there's no Kevin Feige at DC. There's no Kevin Feige at DC. <laughs> it's like, Kevin Feige's job is not that hard to do. You just have to be smart and strategic. Now, my people aren't, aren't a lot. They knew they were doing the Matt Reeves Batman. They absolutely fucking knew that. Mm-hmm. That's in question now, too. 
Yeah, no, yeah, but 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 that got delayed because of the pandemic. But mm-hmm. they knew years ago mm-hmm. they were going to do this movie. Who's going to be in everything like this? So you knew that. You cast the Latin girl in fucking um, Batgirl. Uh, in, in Batgirl, the the girl from it, it was in, in the Heights, Heights, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know you have Jeffrey Wright is is Commissioner Gordon. Batgirl is, is Commissioner Gordon's daughter. Mm-hmm. If you don't play that, mm. you're kind of fucking up. Right. I know that you want to bring back. Um, Michael Keaton. So okay, fine. So it's so it's the Michael Keaton universe of you doing your multiverse, shit, right? Who right. was the who was the Commissioner Gordon in the Michael Keaton Batman? It Billy Williams. <laughs> Billy was, Williams. It was oh, at really? first. It was yeah. before before. Um, uh, uh, yeah, but they 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 they, changed they, they, they yeah, actually the fucked up the the Batgirl that they did in the Keaton universe was the. The, it was Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, but she, uh, she the relationship was somehow related that, to, no, to, no, no, to to Alfred. Yeah, it was like uh, Alfred's yeah. daughter. Like, yeah. no, no, like, no, like no, it was no, Alfred. It was Alfred's uh, like but the, niece. Royce, but in the Keaton verse. But but no 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 because that wasn't that Batgirl with Alicia Silverstone was when they had either Val Kilmer or yeah yeah but all those movies were all part those of, movies were part, part of the piece part of the piece with so so they they fucked up completely but so so to me again how. Again, whoever's in charge was like, I don't, it's very simple. We'll fight you when we're done, but like, hey, this is what we're doing to fucking relaunch Batman. It's gonna be the Matt Reeves thing, is, and it's all gonna follow that aesthetic style. Well, they were gonna, they were gonna do a universe. They had yeah. TV shows planned, it's, it's all this yeah. kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. But the Batgirl thing didn't fit into that, so they, so yeah. the whole thing was like kind of like an aesthetic mistake anyway, in terms of like how, how they yeah. were doing it. But look, you've got that woman. She is Latinx. She, you know, she easily yeah. could, she easily could, could have be, been, been the daughter yeah. of, yeah. 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 of Jeffrey Wright yeah. if his wife yeah. is Latino. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, and it's all solved easily. up. Boom, Wait, boom, I don't yeah. think that was the problem. I don't think that you was know, the, but don't, but no no no. There's not the problem. But it shows me how oh, unorganized oh, they are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got a plan. We got a plan. We no, got you a, don't. No, you don't. Yeah, they, no, you yeah, don't. You, you, you yes. never had one. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. They don't have. They, I mean, we saw they were chasing this whole a bunch of guys said release the Zack Snyder Zack Snyder cut, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. we spent a lot of money. We spent as much money on Zack Snyder cut as they spent on Batgirl, and that's seen the light of day, but not mm-hmm, Batgirl. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm. I think uh, they saw that and didn't get make the money. And I sure that Zaslav saw that expense and was like, "No, no, <laughs> not when I, I just, just started." I just, I just want uh, the four of us in here. We're all very smart mm-hmm. people. Um, when was the last time you heard of a movie that's that cost eighty, ninety million dollars? Never. That is Never. not seeing the light of day. I can't think right. of. Exa- I've heard of like two million dollar indies. Oh yeah, right. It's like, mm-hmm. oh okay, we're just mm-hmm. gonna shelve that. Even twenties. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but that much money. Mm. I, I I can't I can't think of any. I examples. don't I I don't Nobody. think. I mean, is any movie the equivalent? Maybe in the back. No, it's too much money. It's too and much again, money. The, mm-hmm. the the PR nightmare of it all is like, fuck you, Latinx community. That's well, little, that's yeah. literally where I'm. Uh, a I'm month like, before Backer was Gordita Chronicles, right? Which like right. was like hugely praised, highly mm-hmm. cri- critically mm-hmm. praised. Like people were loving that show, packed with Latino joy. Like just a lovely, lovely, funny, funny show that everyone was like, Again, you know, this cultural is, nuance. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And everyone was like, of course it's going to get a second season. Like it was a phenomenal show. Nope, it was one of the first things to go. And like, okay, fine. So <clears throat> it's it's Zasloff, it's HBO. He's cleaning the house, whatever, whatever, whatever. But this is like the 
umpteenth time right. something like this right. has happened to the Latinx community in the last. It's always like, five a hot years. show too. It's yeah. not like some yeah. little show that's yeah. You yeah. know, like like one day at a time got cut. Right. It was one of the highest rated mm-hmm. shows on Netflix, mm-hmm. yep. and then it ended up somewhere else, and it had a, a, another couple seasons. But it, it just feels personal because Gentified is another one. Yep. Great yes. show. Like yes. like like they 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 they. Greenlight these shows they get a season or two they get abysmal marketing and then they blame performance and they yep. cut it and let's not talk about what they did with the Selena project over at Netflix yeah yeah that, that was a yeah, whole but shit see, show the prob- the, but see he- there's a whole that was a whole shit show because of what happened well, behind the scenes yes, and, and how that show was funded. and the budget the, the budget, budget was exactly. not where it needed to be it was, a, it was, a, it was uh, and people were working below scale yeah it was set up as a uh, Netflix international mm-hmm. show so everyone oh. was working yeah. under the LA below. Times did a whole article oh, yeah. about it. You can find yeah. it. Every, it's, yeah. not, it's public knowledge. Yeah, I didn't know. Everyone that. was Whoops. working below scale, <laughs> so they were basically on that fucking uh, new media contract. Yes. in essence. Yeah, it, it, new, it new was an international like Netflix mm-hmm. deal, meaning wow. they don't have to get WGA standard. Yep. Wow. Piece. So one of the writers yeah. in this LA Times article mentioned that she was she or, he or she I can't remember. Mm-hmm was working the pay rate for being a writer on that Selena project was right. less than what they made as an assistant. Right. Damn. Yeah. That's wow. how and wow. that's how they were fucking around with Latinx writer yeah. talent yeah. saying, "We know you cuz yeah. your property's gold, right? Yep. You we know a lot of you are dying to write Selena's for this." Selena w- is a Latinx icon. I don't care if you come from Mexico, Cuba, right. Right. Puerto Rico, right. whatever right. like it international. Goes the it's international. It goes across yeah. the diaspora. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they had that's the hottest Latinx property you could ever hope for and it, it did not get the And so it, attra- it attracted yeah. a lot of yeah. the writers were like me, me, me. Yeah, and then, there and were then some really like, hot writers on and then, that. And then on you find show. out, oh, yeah. well, actually, it's this international weird deal, and you're mm-hmm. going to have to work at this rate. And you're like, ah, uh, oh, f- all right, yeah. fine. I love this property yeah, so much. Yeah, I'll do yeah. it. And then it's it was funny. also, deal, you have deal. to do two seasons. They yeah. did two seasons of work. Read, go yep. find the article for me. Like yeah. They did two seasons of work in like a, like six weeks or some, six or eight crazy. weeks, some crazy wow. amount of time. It was nuts. Yeah, it's funny because I was trying to get Moises on yeah. the show. Yeah, Moises is awesome, and man. he kept like not being sure he wanted to. But now I understand. I think he doesn't want to talk about. Yeah, that. he didn't want to because he yeah. told me he'd have to tell me the truth. But yeah. I was like, yeah. See, but the, the truth is out there. The truth yeah, is out yeah, there. Yeah. But again, it goes, yeah. this goes back to my thing about bad deal or no deal. Mm-hmm. I know he wanted to do that show. I, I remember when it was announced. Everyone was like so super mm-hmm. excited about it. Mm-hmm. But he got a really shitty deal. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then it's all and then it, and 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 what I say, you got it. And then the fucking comes later, because that's what happened. I mean, I mean, look, there's a project mm. that I was trying to do, great projects, and my manager was like, "To do this, you're gonna have to go get set in Africa." You, mm. I, they said the Netflix would probably do it. You need and, the international version of but it. The right? international yeah. version, and 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 they mm. were like, "You'd get less money for the season than what you did than what you would." As the creator, let's wait for the season as you would if, if you wrote on a network show. Just for wow. a yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. Just a script feed. Just and, a script feed. And, 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 and I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. They were like, that's how they pay you yeah. if you use international projects. Because, and that's Netflix. The other And they've got the money. They have the money. Netflix has the money. And here's the thing. And here's, the, and here's the thing. They made that whole staff suffer and they still made a product where you know you could have your opinion about it, but it was still number one for many weeks. I was weeks. about to say that. Yeah. Number yeah. one on Netflix yeah. for many, many weeks. Yes. Yeah. 
So because they made it happen, they made it happen because they respected yeah. the source material yeah. to like bust yeah. their asses. Yeah. Even though, yeah. and I also heard the production budget was low, so yeah. that they couldn't the, really, exactly. you know, it, we're really talking about a period piece with you know yeah. the Selena products, yeah, 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 costumes, yeah, yeah. everything yeah. had to be 80s, 90s, and, then, yeah. and they yep. just did not, and yeah. the hair and everything, they just yep. did not have. So they did what they could. Yep. See, and it was still number one on Netflix. To me, what's shitty about that is. The Gilded Age is gonna get all the money that it wants to do to do his period. Do you know that Sean HBO is gonna all the money that it wants mm-hmm. to do his period shit? Something that's like this mm-hmm. that you know is gonna burn up all. The, it's gonna just suck up the audience all yep. up and down Central and South America and everything like that, and even in the states. And it gets it gets no love, mm-hmm. no love. Crazy. And, and it's it's, it's and funny it's, though because and it's and it's easier it's easier to do a ninety period piece than it is to do the eighteen ninety period. Yeah. Let me let me yeah. ask you a question, Jorge. Do yeah. you know what happened with one one day at a time where they were able to take it to another network? They did, I, as I, opposed I, to like Selena yeah. go somewhere else. Do you yeah, know? yeah, they did. I forget. I'm it's um I'm it's escaping me right is now. The audience network was only is it all, is one day I thought it was like network? pop. Pop, that was it. Okay, yeah. That's right. Okay. That's right. It, so they like, did, why were they able to, but somebody else wouldn't be? Uh, like, I, is I don't, it, is I, it, it has something to do with the ownership of the IP. Okay. I guess I don't have. Okay. No, do I really you, don't. So I, I really don't know the. Yeah, see, the, 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 yeah. the thing that the thing that most people don't get is deals. There's there's like there's deals that get in place from a long time ago that fuck a lot of shit. Yeah. Like the movie Prey, right? Right. The the the, the reason why Prey went straight to Hulu as opposed to going to the theaters mm-hmm. is because the deal that Fox set up when they set up some shit was everything that they do theatrical this is prior to the prior to the Disney sale everything mm-hmm. they do theatrical for like for X number of years kids first run on HBO wow you know and so and, and, and when Disney bought because Fox doesn't didn't have a streaming thing at the time or anything like that so so when Disney buys Fox that deals in place and they're like We'd rather just put this mm-hmm. on Hulu than let HBO get any kind of money off of this. Wow, you know, and and therefore, and there, and in my, in my opinion, they left yeah. a lot of money on the table. I agree, because that movie. Would I have wish I would have saw it. Prey, Prey was the highest viewed piece of content it on Hulu uh, in, in Hulu history. Hulu history. Have you seen yeah. it, Lena? I have not. Oh Girl. my god, wow. it's, really it's fantastic. Okay, it's really fucking okay. beautiful. Okay. Really Don't see yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I, mean, I mean, look, that, that, that movie would have easily made I've seen it twice. The, the yeah. movie would have made $100 million. You could watch it in, uh, with the English dub or you could watch it with the actual indigenous language dub. The entire thing? Yeah, the it? entire thing. Wow, wow, really? Yeah, you could, you could set it to. to what, what is the, the language? Um, um, I'm forgetting. I'm forgetting. The what Comanche, the tribe? Comanche, 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 Comanche yeah. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 I don't it's know that. Yeah. It's, it's dope. Yeah. Because I saw it at the WJ Theater. I watched it one night and then I told my husband he had to watch it and then we watched the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna watch this. On, I watched it on Hulu. Then I saw the list. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Oh, is it the theater? Oh, I'm fucking right. go- yeah, fucking yeah. going. That's yeah. great. Move. Going. Great. Move. And, the, and the thing is, look, is, 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 is the movie would have made 100 million dollars easily. It probably didn't cost more than 20 because there's, there's nobody in it for them to right. kick up the price. Um, I mean, that's what everybody wants. The 20 million dollar movie that yeah, got special effects cost you know, more money than yeah. <laughs> yeah. than anything. Yeah. That, you know, <clears> so I mean, and that and, and that's 100 million domestic. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and also if you go look at like here's the thing interesting too. Like I don't know if it was last week. The other day I was looking at box office charts, mm-hmm. just the, the worldwide box office charts. Like American movies don't play well overseas anymore. Still, huh? Like, like they, they used to be the biggest thing. Right, right. But, but you go, I was going to the thing, go to the thing. But mm-hmm. it's time you get around like past like thirty million, like top thirty or something like that. Mm-hmm. It just becomes mainly international films. You know, and 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 the and the and the box office, like one of the last box office films 
from the U.S. is the movie called The Northman, which wasn't that good, and, mm-hmm. and it just mm-hmm. made like thirty million dollars in the states. Right. Mm-hmm. It made like like thirty million overseas, but the rest of it was like all this big overseas money, big overseas money, and I just it just kind of goes to the fact of like the the, the like the it's like the audience in the U.S. is so fractured that it's almost like not a good market. Well, I don't you know? I don't know if fractures is the right word for it. I think COVID kind of ran oh, yeah. away from the movie theaters and yeah. a lot of people have just yeah. simply people not are returned. going back, but and you you're not sitting in the theater and it's like packed. Yeah. Like except yeah. for and the first also, night of whatever it is. And the time and then, then we're in times where you're gonna buy gas so you can get to work or you're gonna go to the movie mm-hmm. theaters. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna wait for it to come to a streaming platform? Mm-hmm. Because now this Inflation two years of COVID, crazy. you've been yeah. trained to just sort of yeah. wait for it to get on yeah. wait for it to come to streaming. I always think it's it. Just true. I always think I, it. That's your yeah. first thought. Like yeah. do I really want to see this or I'll just right. wait until it comes to yeah. streaming and it's gonna come in a month. It'll be yeah, be there in a couple months. Again, that's our thinking here in the States. what I'm saying is COVID hit the planet. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that the, that the theater business has, has come back internationally in a way that it hasn't okay. in the States. You know, just from looking at the numbers, mm-hmm. you know. Now, maybe, you know, I mean, you know, whatever it is. But I remember going back, and I mean, I get the single screen international, um, the email, and, it, and, and I get it, and it tells me the box office numbers in the other countries. Oh, like this movie did this when it popped out in, in UK, Ireland. This movie, you know, like things but that see, hit big. Other countries follow hey, the rules. Other countries handle COVID better than exactly. we do. Exactly. We're like, oh, so I don't want to. Yeah. So, you I'm know, not now we're in a state mask. where it's like, and the other countries <laughs> that we're talking about, I don't know what they're streaming, you know, how they operate streaming wise over there. Do they have the same thing where it's like in the movies and then a month later it's mm-hmm. on a streaming service? Yeah. I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at like, Movies like um, what's uh, the the Multiverse of Madness, the mm-hmm. Doctor Strange mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. Right. that was on Disney Plus. A matter of like a yeah. month Fast. and a half later, yeah. and I was yeah. like, okay, you're training me as an audience member. Like, oh, I'll just not deal with the yeah. or someone talking through the movie or some right. bullshit or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll mm-hmm. just wait. And the diehard fans. I'm already paying right on away. Disney. I'm already playing. You know, yeah. Uh, for Disney Plus anyway, so I'll just wait. I, I'm already backlogged with so much content yep. anyway. I was like, I don't even have the space yeah. for it. Yeah. Same thing with the prey of it all. Mm-hmm. I'm, I sit here and I'm like, you know, I like, you know, again, I'm busy crowdfunding, et cetera, but I like to take like an hour or two at night and just watch mm-hmm. something. It's an hour and, and a half. I'm it's backlogged. Worth it. I'm backlogged worth it. on mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, it's worth you it. You know, so I'm, and yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch prey, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, I'm trying to catch up on all the other stuff. And you feel, and you also start feeling like this streaming anxiety. Like, right. there's so much shit, I can't keep up, I'm drowning. <laughs> it's, true. it's like, no one needs that extra yep. shit in their life yeah. right yeah. now. We're starting to hear, I'm wondering if you guys are hearing it. What I'm hearing from other executives is, which I don't understand. I thought the reason why people stopped looking at specs is because there's so many shows you can't watch them all. Mm-hmm. But apparently, they're going back to that. And one of the reasons is, so many writers are writing these pilots, but it's the first show that they're writing. Mm-hmm. So they're just awful. So we're like, we need to go back to them, teaching them how to write these things again. Oh so it's gosh. like starting to do that. So people are, so a lot of more showrunners are starting to be willing to read specs of shows that they've, you know, heard of or whatever, et cetera, existing et cetera. So, hmm? Ex- existing, shows, existing shows. Of existing shows. shows. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, because is, is that really a thing? People are rolling back to that. Well, no, there, some showrunners are. No, but I'll tell you because yes. my buddy who's doing a show, the guy who I saw the who I saw pray with, he he's this is his first show. He's mainly feature writer. <clears throat> he sat down. We were sat down to pray, and he's the first thing he said to me. He was like, "We're looking at upper level writers," and and, and he was like, "Do these people call themselves professional writers? They can't." 
I was like, what do you the mean? The quality is bad. Up yeah, the that quality. Level. Yeah. That level, like upper level. Oh, yeah. yeah. Written to have resumes yeah. and shit. I'm reading, yeah. I'm reading them. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Wow. Yeah. It's true. He was like, this is terrible. I know why, though. But you know, go ahead. This is why? terrible. I'll tell, I'll tell you. You know, I mean, I, 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 and, and, and he said to me, he, and, and he said to me, he said, you got to get out of the, the TV business. You got to get out of that TV grind. You got to be creating your own shit. You can't be in that because just, because he was shocked. And I said to him, I said, hey, man, you get, I, this is what I, I was saying about my buddy, you know, we met earlier. I was like, hey, man, you got to realize there's two there's two things that I remember David Goyer told me one time when I first started already on track. And I was concerned about, like, how I was, like, doing in the room, you know, mm-hmm. like, what am I doing enough? I don't know how, how much I'm supposed to do. And he, David said to me, he said, look, there's two types of writers. You can be good on the page or you or good in the room. Yep. And some people are good in both. So you just have to just... just Most aren't. Yeah. So you, just, <laughs> so you have to say to yourself... Where do you think that that you want to live? Right. You know, and and I realize a lot of people are good in the room. They know how to be good in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and, and also the thing that I've told you before, I hear you too, is if you spend a lot of time writing television, there's a thing that you learn about a quality of your writing that doesn't have to wow people because the show is already going. You know, so, so the work you do just has to get through the episode, and it, it made the episode work. And you know, like you're going to be rewritten. You just like you're going to be rewritten. You finally find a way to keep getting the automatic bumps from show to show to show. So, so there's no like drive to be like I got to like, you know, stop everyone's fucking coffee in the morning like with my work. And it's like that is, I mean, it just happens because you're on the show so much, and you get a lot of money, and you probably don't have time to fucking write shit. Here's, and, you know, this you're you're right on the money with what I'm talking about. This is as I'm analyzing and I'm reading these scripts from these mm-hmm. co-EPs and EPs, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, uh, like bored when I'm reading stuff, and I'm like, oh, when I go back and look at the resume, and they've been on seven shows for the last. You know, twelve years or whatever, and they were on that show for five seasons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you get into that habit. Exactly what Chris is. This is just my opinion, by the way. You get into the habit of not having to. Uh, what's the word you used a minute ago? You stop everybody's coffee. You stop make it pop. Yeah, you're like, you're like, I'll, I'll write something. So you get complacent. You, well, your your the muscle is diminished. The, the yes. creative muscle is diminished. Correct. Because you've you've ridden up under somebody for so mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. that you in don't the same, in this, You're in the groove of the same. You're in the same thing. And you haven't had a same thing. Off. So are you feeling yeah. like you don't really and have to impress right. as much? And so I've yeah, been listening. At all. I've been listening to a lot of books, as you guys know. So I'm, I'm listening to the Wire book. I just finished that. Now I'm on um, the Sopranos, right? And they were talking about Matt Weiner or Weiner. Weiner. I think it's Weiner. I say Weiner. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Weiner Mm -hmm. and how he reinvented himself with the Mad Men thing. He came from fucking sitcoms. Mm -hmm. So where I'm going is when they do what you're talking about is when they do that. When they go, fuck what I used to be, I'm going to make this motherfucker pop with who I am. The other one is Craig Mazin. Who is writing, oh, you know, sort of the hangover and, and the spoof comedies. Right. And then he does Chernobyl. And yeah. you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Well, but, and the thing is, if you look at this Chernobyl scripts, because he published them all, yep. all of them online, they're so good on the page. Yeah. It's yeah. shocking. Yeah. It, it is. It it's is. like, oh, is. you know, like. And I mean, he says what? We see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stop it, y'all. Stop he, it. he does a lot of things that yeah. some people might tell you. Oh, don't do that. But, but you can see. But you can see. But tell see a damn show. good story. So it doesn't matter so how you do it on the page. You know, it's, yeah, it's so like, good. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, you know, like I feel, I mean, because what would happen is this. I, I mean, I see this on like stuff that I've done just on both my shows. 
you write stuff that's like too kind of like to de- to a degree like like it crackles too much on the page mm-hmm. in a sense like oh you know because 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 I do that I'll spend time trying to find like some sort of poetry to write when right. I do stuff you know and the thing is you don't need to do that because who are you trying to impress mm-hmm. the showrunner no the actors no, no they're that's all, not their style not, not their style yeah. not their, so they're, they're all doing what just has to be done to move the train not to say hey give me a show yeah give me a hundred it's a lot of bad you're saying when you're writing on a show. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. It, you get you get yes. some bad habits. People don't know yeah. that, but you do. Writing, you do. On, writing yeah. on a show for me, uh, when I write whatever I put on the page, is very different from what I put on the page when I write one of my own. Correct. Sure. That's, Correct. That, that, that's what the I'm style is. Yes. Yeah. Because like uh, I don't need to write. I don't need to impress anyone once I have the job. I just have to tell the story actually as uh, efficiently as possible mm-hmm. right. and like not wasting space. No voice with there's flowery no, language. There's, there's no right. voice you can. There's no well, voice. You're matching the showrunner. You're matching yes, the right. showrunner, and you're just getting the nuts and bolts. And obviously, you want to write a good episode, but your episode has already been broken mostly with like your writers' room. So Correct. it's really just about getting that motherfucker on the page and making it work and 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 not wasting. Producible. Producible, and it's producible, producible, and not wasting. But when I write my own stuff, I. I I try to make it. I try to take it to a different place. Right. It's got to be a good read. Yeah, it's got to be a fun read. Mm-hmm. It's got to be like a literary piece almost yeah. unto itself. Yeah. But, you know? And an insight into you, you know, as a writer. Somebody, exactly. You know, and my voice. What were you yes. saying, Chris? You know, yeah. with somebody, he, he was like, these motherfuckers don't know how to write scenes. <laughs> Who's saying that? I can't. Oh, 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 Your friend, your friend. Yeah, right. And he was like, these motherfuckers don't know how to write scenes, and they're co-EPs. I was like, well, maybe they're good in the room. That's true. That's true, though. Some people are really strong in certain ways. And but you know, because like, but I said to him, I said, look, man, you have to realize that you come from writing features. You, I was just going to say that. I mean, he has a one of the biggest houses I've ever been in Mm -hmm. doing features. And it's like you have to do everything mm-hmm. all the time. There's, there's, there's no. Hey, yeah. can you look at this? So there's a. So for you to move into this other space, it's a different thing that you're not used to because yeah. you know because because your bar is so high for what you have to do to make money. Right. You know because it's you know it's you know like writing a feature is like. I gotta do the pilot every time alone. Yep. It's a sales document. It's a sales document. It's a huge sales doc. Yeah, you know, right. and, and and when you're on a staff, and it's you know, not. You're doing, it's not. Yeah. It's just there's like, a there's a different pressure to writing a movie than writing an episode of a show. Mm-hmm. Here's what I was thinking about was when you know you have to turn this in, like you know mm-hmm. we're all we've all developed right. You got to develop this thing for fucking Wilmer and his company that's mm-hmm. a big fucking actor right mm-hmm. you think about that you have to turn it into somebody there's a there's a different pressure between turning your script in for your episode that you know the co-EP is going to read before your showrunner mm-hmm. now you want it to be amazing don't get me wrong yeah but there's a but difference it's a different between kind of amazing. that it's a, net. it's a different kind of amazing there's a different kind of amazing between turning it into your development producer who could change your whole life right now mm-hmm. it's different I can't mm-hmm. really explain it, but well, it really well, is well, well no because like, like here's what well, happens you already have the job when you, you're on you have staff, the job and you have a check coming yes. so it's a little different yeah, you're trying to get it mm-hmm. in, yeah. in that situation and, but also it's like a show has guardrails to what right. it can do right and if you and if you if you hit up against the guardrail something that you want to do they're going to push you back 
say that's not what this show does. Mm-hmm. That's you know we don't do or and you and you hear that a lot in the writers room. Well, you know right. we can do ah the show doesn't do this. Correct. You know and then, we've already done that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that. well, but there's <laughs> that thing. But just like you know, like you know, hey, you know, like on my show, there's no knock on the show at all. Mm-hmm. They can't lose. They can't lose yeah. on any. They can never lose it yeah. like at any point. They can't lose an act out. They can't lose anything. Can't lose any episode. They can't lose. Just the way CBS wants their shows. Right. If you're writing on your own, you make the read more enjoyable when they do lose because because the, the you know because the rise is the phoenix is what everyone is like. Exactly. Ooh, that's yeah. what they want to get to. But right. you can't do that on a, on the show. Right. And that's where there's things like that that like that the aesthetics of the show that you're on. And you just see it with the network stuff, and you're so much like I, I mean, we, I say this all the time. You, you voluntarily put mittens on when you are doing fucking work, yeah. you know. But mm-hmm. it's nice you're getting money because right. they're gold mittens, you know. Right. I'm, it's I'm, like it's like Linnell. It's like Black Lightning could get on a cliff, but you know he's gonna fly down that motherfucker, right, jump down right, or something. Right, right. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Um, that's interesting. See, I could talk to y'all motherfuckers all day. Um, we got to wrap this one up. I apologize. We've been going for almost like, two mm-hmm. hours already. Mm-hmm. Wow, two hours? Almost. That flew by. Almost, yeah. Hmm. Hour when you're ranting. Yeah. <laughs> There's so, so much to rant about. <laughs> sure, sure, BIPOC, you know, sure, director's not getting funded, bad girl getting shelved. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so yeah. much. A lot, it's a rife. lot. Uh, Linnell, tell everybody again about your, uh, yes. your project. Where so you at to? Where you they can follow can, you. You uh, can donate to the, uh, the short film Hatchback at supportourstory.com forward slash hatchback. We're also on Instagram, hatchback underscore short film. Um, you can reach me at Linnell White on Twitter. Awesome. That's about it. What about you, Jorge? Uh, well, you know, my projects are sort of like uh, I'm not promoting them, promoting them, promoting them wide because they're still kind of like in the development stage but um we do have uh some actually something that i'm really excited about that has nothing to do with my projects is that uh we have a new chair for the latinx writers committee her name is christina pina and oh, yeah, yeah. she's awesome and she and i are working on a whole uh slate of events <coughs> for latinx history month okay which is runs from september 15th through october 15th and some of that stuff is in collaboration with uh the new uh new film la festival that they do they do a monthly fe- festival uh for different topics they just did a lgbtq one for pride month right. and they're, we're partnering with them to do a bunch of events for latinx history month and nice. There'll be a celebration panel, which is going to be focused on just celebrating Latinx excellence and not talking about so much what the things where we are pissed off about. Mm-hmm. But like, just like we have done a lot of really amazing work over the years since the since Desi Arnaz all the way up until now. And we want to take a moment to celebrate that. So that's going to be a big event in uh, in September for Latinx History Month. We're going to do a town hall. We're going to do <coughs> this um, a workshop to dismantling, helping people give tools to dismantling uh, anti-bias, you know, anti-biasness and racism called with this company called, with this organization called Soul Focused. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Latinx History Month is going to be packed with a bunch of stuff and some of it is going to be open to the public, some of it's only going to be open to guild members, right. but I'm just putting a word out there because we want to really hype that stuff because it's going to be fun and awesome. we're putting a lot of really good work into it. So that's the thing I'm promoting right now. Is you, get, you put a, your Twitter in, right? Oh my yeah, my Twitter handle is my last name Rivera R I V E R A G three zero zero zero. Three zero awesome. 
3,000. Go ahead. Average uh, 3,000. Speaking of Twitter, I forgot to shout out um, IJ Okoji. I hope I'm saying that right, who is the one so far who's uh, taking me up on those $20 oh, yeah, dollar mm-hmm. screenwriter packages. That's awesome. Oh, I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout yeah, out to you. He's a listener. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. what's up. Where you at, Chris? I'm at Unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Hilliard Guest. <clears throat> you guys can follow the show. Screenwriters are up. I forgot we ain't got that no more. <laughs> well, you can you can uh, send us an email. You know, I'm just gonna send everybody an email to my regular Hilliard at Hilldogproductions.com. I haven't figured out something's wrong with my email. I can't do it. I don't know what it is. Uh, so yeah, just send any emails there. Um, what else we got, Chris? Uh, you can support this show. Please support this show through our Patreon page at ScreenwritersRR.com. Yes, indeed. And you'll be able to get a link that says support this show. Or if you look on Anchor, dot, uh, it's, it's anchor.fm slash screenwriters rant room. Um, or if you go into Patreon, you can look it up. It's patreon.com slash uh, uh, screenwriters rant room. And you can support the show five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, hundred dollars, three hundred fifty dollars, three million dollars, one million dollars, three thousand dollars. All good for what you want to pay to help <laughs> us keep number. this show going. Exactly. Thank you very much, everyone. We love it. Exactly. And a big shout out again to all of you guys for hanging out with yeah, us. Thank you. Please donate to Linnell's uh, film. We support need to support our, indie. Supportourstory.com forward slash hatchback. Indeed. Uh, we need to support indie film um, and these filmmakers out here trying to do stuff. Um, and this is a story that needs to be told. It's still current. It's what's going on in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, and the other thing is like with the black and brown community was hit the hardest by COVID, mm-hmm, both right. physically and economically. And I felt like once the vaccine came, there's a lot of move on energy and everyone wants to forget mm-hmm. about the bad times. It's like, no, let's let's put a little magnifying glass on it and just sort of blow it up a little right. bit. Well, you're, you're, you're at least your film has hope. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, they, get, they, get out, they get out of the, they, it's not about like, you know, we don't want these, you know, the black right. suffering, the black yeah, suffering right. films. That's not what I'm doing here mm-hmm. at all. They have a certain circumstance. They're working through it as a family. They find a moment of joy even when everything is fucking stacked against them. And through the power of community, they find housing. So that's right. the movie. Awesome. We love it. Cool. Everybody joining yeah. us for 2020. Do you about to say something? Nope. Oh, just thanks. Yes, indeed. For having me. Oh, no, it's good to see you, man. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, so, everybody joining me for 2022. You guys know how we do it on the rant room. On the show, we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what everybody. 2022. 2022. Peace, y'all. Yeah, man, I got something to get off my chest. Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the rap room. Tongues won't be bitten. Ain't no rules. Just spill it. And anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the thrillers. And no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic. Even the random. Big as a brand. I hope that you ready. We entering in the zone soon. We on a grown shit. Welcome to the rap room. Uh, that's it. That's all I can say.